sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom Alright, we are live on the interwebs. It is 10 Drink Minimum. It's Monday, Labor Day. That's the holiday that it is. James James is like, what holiday is it? Labor Day. (laughs) Okay, I didn't know what holiday it was. (laughs) Alright. James isn't labor. James has no labor in him. Is that right? Pretty much. Uh, Yeah. Okay, well. People can hear you today. I got you all dialed in today. So I'm here. Holly Ann is with us. Hello. We don't have a Billy today. We don't know where he is. He's MIA. Hopefully. We, maybe put some uh, like some milk cartons. Maybe see if someone can uh, give <laughs> can you a tip. Him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in the studio with us, we have... I don't know. I would have said, I would have said from DWO, but I don't think that exists anymore. No. I, I Well, I mean, not in its current state, but uh, just as a... Professional wrestling as a whole, professional wrestling. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, from 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 professional wrestling, the Trash King Ray Basura. I'm glad to be here. I've definitely uh, heard about this show. I've seen a lot of your stuff around, uh, and somehow we know just about uh, like we're connected all over the city and had never really met until just this last week. And, Isn't that weird, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and, and it's weird because like I was a fan of your work. I mean. There's definitely like a respect level up here. I've I th- I'm, I've talked about you on this show before. Yeah. Not. I mean, I haven't been like, oh, the, you know, actually, probably have talked about you as the Trash King Ray Basur. But I mean, when you were with your uh, your previous incarnation of uh, the tag team Brute Sixty Six, I've definitely talked about that on the show. Well, um, and let us not forget that you took me to my first wrestling thing, and you were part of that. Yeah. We talked about him a whole lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and, and one of the interesting things is, is that was at a, the last DWO show, maybe the last one forever, hopefully not. But there's you and, and Hobo Hank and Thunder, I think, are the only local people? Um, there's a few more. Um, let's see. Um, Gino's also local. Oh, uh, is, yeah. he, is he really? He I didn't is. know that. I uh, didn't he's know originally that. from California, um, and he's all over the place, but he is local. Um, and then uh, let's see, uh, Mosh Pit Mike, obviously. He's oh, that's local. right. Oh, yeah. But and he, okay, so he in, was your old tag team partner. Mm-hmm. From what I hear now, I mean, he works for the 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 JW. What is it? The JCW. J- JCW. And he's also like the bodyguard for the the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, kind of all encompassing. He's been yeah. doing a lot of stuff on their tour. Uh, he's been doing a lot of stage management. I mean, honestly, the guy just stays like super busy. Uh, but uh, he's been working with ICP very closely. Uh, you know, he's uh, spending a lot of time on their tour. Uh, the gathering is out there wrestling for him. He's also one half of the JCW Tag Team Champions uh, with Chewy Martinez. So I, I mean, does, does that anger you? You're like, I could no. be. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, you know, it, it happened during a time whenever I was recovering from an injury, yeah. and obviously, uh, you know, Chewy Martinez, he's, he's got way more uh, experience. I mean, he's a oh, hardcore okay. yeah, legend yeah, yeah. in his own right. But uh, whenever they teamed up, I think that they've had some of the craziest matches like all over the country. So having them side by side. 
Dynamite, I think, was was a great fit, especially for, for JCW. And I enjoy the Juggalo culture, but I am not a, a, a Juggalo. I'm a, right, right, I'm a right. Juggalo ally, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, fair. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, no, and, uh, you know, for, for JCW and for everything that's happening, I, I think the Psychopathic Soldiers was a great fit, and they're oh, a okay. lot of really good yeah, stuff. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So let's get the let's get the plug out of the way, and we'll talk about it a little later. So you're, you know, you you, you came over like we talked a little bit this weekend on Netflix. There's a TV show called Traveling with My Dad. Is that correct? Uh, close. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's traveling uh, my yeah, father. Traveling but, my father. Yeah. So uh, Jack Whitehall. This is going to be the uh, third season. Uh, it's Jack Whitehall travels to my father. Yeah. Uh, going to be airing this uh, Friday, se- uh, September sixth. And I don't know which episode we're on, but uh, it is going to be an episode entirely dedicated to wrestling. Oh, wow. Uh, the company that I work for in uh, Mesa, Arizona is Party Hard Wrestling, and that's the one where I'm the uh, oh. champion of the multiverse. What? And, uh, wow. So they actually filmed out there. So we, we got to go out there and just dedicate a whole day to this. And um, it's a technically, I guess, a comedy travel show. Uh, Jack yeah. Whitehall's a, a up-and-coming. I mean, he's a really big name in his own right there, but uh, he was over in the U.K., started coming over to uh, the United States. He was in the Nutcracker movie that came out not that long ago. Oh, okay. He just was in the Jungle Cruise movie with The Rock that they were yeah. uh, filming. Um, he has a couple like different comedy specials he's doing, so it, he's, he's really blowing up, and so it was a really big opportunity for me to be on it, but... Um, September 6th, that'll be uh, airing on Netflix, and uh, you guys definitely need to check it out. And uh, I was brought in to, like, train him and show him how to, like, wrestle a little bit. I mean, we gave him the crash course in one day. So oh, God. <laughs> you, you, like, he wrestled or his father wrestled? I mean, So his father was the manager, and oh. I wrestled him. And um, his dad uh, is pretty elderly he's a um he yeah. but that's like the whole premise of the show is oh, his, sure, his yeah. dad is a you know this kind of like uptight aristocrat doesn't like to be around anything loud or dirty mm-hmm. like he, he likes the finer things in life and so the first two seasons was them traveling like europe and asia going all these different places and and you know kind of here yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then so the third season was in the u.s and so uh an indie wrestling show i think kind of fits Ooh. all those terms as far as being dirty and uh, <laughs> loud <laughs> so i think it's a good we fit can give a shout Shout out to Thunder. He's watching it. He's actually watching live right now. Hello, Thunder. We know who's watching. You we suck. know. <laughs> oh, cheese <laughs> me. That's pretty awesome. So there. So you, whatever you wrestle, like you now portray this character called the Trash King. I mean, is that how you, how a good way to describe it? I mean, yeah. So you have you know, and I was trying to describe this to my friends over the weekend. I was like, yeah, he comes out, and, and they're like, well, what's a Trash King? Like a hobo? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like he's a guy that like he dresses like a king of like a like a dump, I guess you know. And then you have mm-hmm. minions, and they dress like knights, where they wear like cardboard armor, yeah. and you know, like um, what do you call that? Uh, the 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 bag, like the potatoes come in the. Yeah, so yeah. I, I started. Uh, this also came while I was uh, yeah. injured too. Uh, back in uh, twenty uh, twenty seventeen, I'm gonna show I, a picture of this. Yeah, yeah. Back in twenty seventeen, I tore my PCL, uh, my ACL, Ooh. and my meniscus. Uh, so it's just like a whole triple threat. I had a complete tear of the PCL. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, the the ligament completely uh, was detached, and then uh, my ACL and meniscus were a pretty minor tear, but it's still pretty. Uh, pretty difficult, and so I had to spend some time off. I had to rehab, and so it took me took some time for me to be able to look at what my character was and try to figure out.
figure out like what I could do with it to elevate it and you know have something new and fresh to come and something that I'd never seen before but also something that kind of paid homage to a time in wrestling that I was a fan of that I grew up in like so yeah. I grew up uh, watching well I didn't actually start getting into wrestling until like probably about mid 2000s and that's just because I didn't have anybody that really presented it to me in the right way but I did grow up where everybody's telling each other to suck it on the playground. Oh, sure. or, yeah. like, you know, you can't. I, I don't think that you could live in the '90s without like, at least knowing a little bit of like what was going yeah. on right, uh, right. as far as so uh, a lot of these big characters in the Attitude Era, a lot of these like larger than life characters uh, from like the '90s. So that's kind of what I wanted to to build with my character. Um, the name that I've been using since 2010, whenever I started, was uh, Rey Basura, and yeah. uh, in Spanish. Uh, Loosely translated, uh, Ray Basura is Trash King. So Trash King, Ray is, Basura, is that just, right? Yeah, yeah, just Trash King, Trash King. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> like if you yeah. go to the zoo and you yeah. see the trash cans, you see Basuda all over everything. <laughs> Dude, that, that, I bet your elementary was just hell. Um, well, that's trash, not, trash. <laughs> that's uh-huh. not that's not my real last name. Luckily, oh, okay. But, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, sorry to, to ruin anyone. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I got all excited. I was that kid on the playground that would have found that out. Oh, that's okay. They had plenty of other things to trash. call me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they may have still called me that, trash. but not for my name. Um, so yeah, Trash King uh, started from the name, and so I wanted to take it more literal. And, uh, you know, I lo- wanted to just this whole idea of taking my opponents and disposing them, throwing them away. Oh. I, it just was a lot of fun. And so then I reached out to some people that had been training and I was like, hey, I really think that having some like squires uh, would help uh, really put this gimmick over. Yeah. Like, uh, how do like, you get a Trash King squire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like an entourage. And so I reached out to my buddy, uh, Jeremy Laughlin. He's a, a you know film guy. He does a lot of like costume work. And I drew up a bunch of pictures and we just like really hashed out what oh, I wanted shit, these okay. things to look like and like you were saying like I wanted it to look like I was just like grabbing just like old <laughs> curtains or like potato yeah. sacks and just like sewing them together like by like just like a, a lamp and like so we we really put all this stuff together and uh, we started with the cardboard helmets with them and like we just get like pizza boxes and just like yeah. had, like diaper boxes and just like folding them into a helmet and then like after a couple of shows the sweat would just make these things like fall apart oh, and I so bet. we're like hanging them up to dry <laughs> so we're like okay wrap them in duct tape so we wrapped them in duct tape and it, it, I thought it looked cooler but again they're just getting really like soggy they wouldn't hold together and so I uh, reached out to an armor maker and he made me actual helmets out of compression tanks so they have like these like these oh, propane shit. tanks like on their head pretty much <laughs> and uh, they had to like put like this high density foam and I, I think it's just like over time just we keep building on it and it's just become more and more fun I, I really enjoyed it and I get a lot of good feedback from from people that see it and yeah. I just uh, I, that's the whole idea is I want something you, you that you see it. Oh, yes, like I did. I made sure to bring the crown. I need to take a picture in that later. Yeah. Exciting. It's pretty awesome, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, um, it did have bottle caps attached to it, um, and oh, yeah. over time, from uh, you know just getting bumped around, they'd pop off. And sure, you know, I, I think it just kind of added to it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um, that. This is actually uh, AC uh, parts. I went to Lowe's and found <laughs> a uh, like an attachment to uh, like the duct work that it goes to. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so you're like in the store, and they're like, uh, uh, "Can I help you find anything, sir?" Uh, no, I'll know it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you working on? Uh, make it a crown? And they're like, 
Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost everything in our stuff is uh, is repurposed, uh, and luckily I didn't go dumpster diving for a lot of it, but any time that I could find like something that we could use in there, a lot of thrift store shopping, uh, wow. things like that, but um, that was the whole premise. I just really liked the idea of uh, this character. They would just throw throw their opponents in the trash, throw them, and then I wanted to have this like Mad Max feel meets kind of like mm. a Renaissance character, okay. and just and uh, well, I think you did it. Yeah, I think you did yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Well, the Squires were just the the, the next step, but I felt uh, I used to watch uh, a Knight's Tale. I don't know if yeah. you guys are familiar with that. Okay, one, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to watch that movie over and over whenever I was Heath like, Ledger, up. yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, uh, I always liked his Harold, like that, uh, like the guy who. Played the vision. He he is like uh, he go out and give him this like huge introduction. He like build him up like he's like the best thing in the world. And I was like, I need somebody that can do that. But the opposite. I need a guy who can go out there and build me up, but make everybody hate them. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's whenever I was like thinking as I need somebody that's a, a fan of wrestling, but somebody's not afraid of a microphone. And that's whenever I reached out to Rusty Rutherford. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I, I went and bought him a drink and I'm like, hey man, like I don't have anything showing you this character that I'm trying to build. I don't, I don't really, I don't have anything. I was like, but this is what I'm trying to do. This is the idea. And I was like, if you can give me some time, I was like, we'll, we'll debut it whenever it's time. And I was like, just, uh, you know, hopefully you like it. And he's like, I'm on board. So yeah. I got him his costume and, and he jumped in, you know, both feet and he... Well, you did like vignettes. Yeah. We, well, yeah. We, we started uh, some light vignettes and actually... If oh, you, go, you didn't if you think go, I knew that, did no, you? No, no. If you go, <laughs> if you go further back, uh, some of the early vignettes were just me and the Squires right. just before Rusty was in. But once, yeah. once he's in there... Uh, and Rusty's just so good on the mic. If you guys haven't had a chance to check him out, he's all over town. You guys can find oh, yeah. him on, on Facebook. I know you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I yeah. know him pretty you guys, well. You guys have heard of Rusty, Rusty's right? Everyone on the in this show, room yeah. has heard him once. Yeah. No, no. People watching, definitely check out Rusty. I think you guys are very familiar. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been on, on the show before. So I do have a question for you. So when you are about to go to a wrestling show... Do you get into character ahead of time, or does it kind of happen when you step into the ring? Um, as far as hating the Squires, I start immediately when they show up <laughs> at my house. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I uh, I feel like I really start getting into like the mentality of like what I'm going to get into once I get to the venue. Uh, once I start looking, like I get a chance to kind of see the ring, get a feel for like what we're doing, and it's always a good idea to kind of get in there and feel what the ropes are like, like the height of the ring. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's the uh, neglecting to do that is what I think caused my injury back in 2017. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. oh, I wow. went to a venue. I just like fucked around all day uh, and didn't didn't even get in the ring. And then I went to go do like a really simple move off the apron, and the ring was much higher than I had anticipated for, and my leg was locked oh. whenever I hit Ooh. the ground, and like my knee slightly bent backwards, and like I hit the ground, Ooh. and you know all the adrenaline's pumping. It's a death match. There's all these weapons around. It's crazy, and literally this is like two minutes into the match. And I was like, oh, something's really bad. I felt something pop. I go to stand up, and I'm like, okay, just walk it off. And then, like, I go to put my weight on it, and my leg just falls out from under me, and I hit the ground. And so I had to, like, tell the referee instantly. I was like, hey, I am 
done. I was like, I, I can't do anything else. And so, wow. uh, like, I had to essentially try to, like, get myself, like, away from, like, the action and everything. But uh, we did end up uh, finishing the match, like, without my involvement, uh, or at least with minimal involvement. Right. But uh, how, did you, how did you tell, how did, how did, I mean, did, did you do the, you know, the double arm cross? Well, or? I actually finished the match. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, so I wrestled probably about another 10 minutes uh, on the injury, and uh, that was... Uh, yeah, the, wow. uh, probably not the, the smartest uh, decision I made. But, uh, you know, those people paid a lot of good money to see it, and uh, the company paid a lot of good money to have me there. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's just, I like I said, adrenaline. <laughs> and it's, and wow. it's part of it. I have a question for you. Yeah. What is, uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I ask myself that all the time. Uh, you know, it's almost 10 years now that I've spent uh, beating up my body yeah. for uh, – for, for money sometimes, good money sometimes, not such good money. <laughs> no, no. A lot of times it's maybe $20, right? Uh, in the beginning, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah there's, a, there's a lot of times. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with The, the Wrestler, uh, mm. the Mickey Rourke movie. But, very uh, much so, yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a lot of depictions in that film that are, are very, very accurate. I, I had to sit there and just debate this with a friend of mine. He was like, he was like, it was a good movie, but it really seemed like it wasn't realistic. And I was like, well, realistic, like how? He's like, no one would go and... Uh, um, well, well, that not stop. There you go. No one would go and like let someone hit him with light bulbs and all that shit for like a hundred bucks. And I was like, uh, they absolutely <laughs> they do that absolutely all the time. do that all the time. Yeah, that's a yeah. thing. And he was like, I don't believe that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So that's why whenever I have wrestlers on the show, I always go, What's wrong with you? Because like, uh, and and I did this. I actually asked kind of. I not that I didn't ask that way to them, but when I interviewed Kane and Goldust and Lita, I was I kind of like phrased it a lot better. But I basically said. People who wrestle, there's they're they're on it. They're they're on a different level than other people. I mean, they're on that like stuntman level. They're on like that extreme sports level where you know I always I, and I always use this as the example. Whenever the Hardy Boys wrestled uh, Edge and Christian on one of the pay per views, <laughs> they were you know it was a cage match, and at some point they're outside the cage. Jeff Hardy gets on top of the cage. Flips off to land on Edge or Christian, and then they move out of the way, and he lands on his back on the concrete. Now, there was a point during that day where he goes, all right, I'll flip off the cage. You move, and I'll miss and hit the concrete. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody does that. (laughs) Why would you do that? Hearing those conversations throughout the locker rooms is just something else. Like uh, Honestly, there's so many phrases that get thrown around in a locker room that in anywhere else you'd be like what the fuck did i just hear like that it's just so crazy uh that you know but i think in a way that you know we're addicted to uh to the thrill uh just like you're saying extreme sports uh but just that being able to get that type of emotional reaction out of people Mm -hmm. i mean you you guys are comedians you know exactly what i'm talking about like whenever you have somebody by the balls and you can make them laugh you can make them boo like you can just yeah like you just have them like it's just something unlike anything else in the world yeah Yeah. i I mean once i saw a, a wrestling show up close. I was like, "Oh, I get it. You guys are like extreme athletes meets <laughs> comedians, and that's what's wrong yeah. with them." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I get that a lot too. I think Chris asks me all the time, "What's wrong with me?" What's wrong with uh, you? for a number of reasons? <laughs> but you know, I think I do a lot of shows that I get five dollars. Yeah. And I don't care because it's my passion and that's right. what I love to do. But I can't imagine like. 
bending my knee the wrong way <laughs> and then coming back to do it because with comedy I don't I have never once bent my knee the wrong way uh, not so. physically <laughs> emotionally emotionally I mean emotionally yes my heart gets ripped out sometimes yeah. but it's, it's you know I think I'd much rather get hit with a chair than yeah. uh, to, to be stuck <laughs> like oh how much time do I have left oh, how are you so, guys doing tonight <laughs> so I've seen you wrestle I mean I would say 10 to 15 times? Okay. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. I didn't know okay. that many. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I went to like <clears throat> like one of the years, I went to about nine of the shows, the DWO shows, mm-hmm. and then the year before, probably about five. So I've seen some of your shows. And like when he was in this tag team, like not, not as much, I don't know, you might, as the Trash King character, but like when you were in the, in the, the, the group Brute 66, you guys were uh, the fate, you know, the, the, the good guy, the face. You guys were the good guys. You kind of like, <clears throat> you kind of were like the enforcers a little bit mm-hmm. of the league. But then you always seem to, at some point or another in the year, have a match where you just had to wrestle all over the arena and barbed wire, um, what carpet tacks, carpet strips, carpet yeah. strips <laughs> were involved. Oh um, and it, you guys never do tables. You always do like plywood mm. and barbed wire. You know, all kinds of shit. So when you're doing those shows, like like I watched one where you guys wrestled all over the place. You guys threw flew through barbed wire, wrapped around uh, plywood, um, hit each other. Like, how do you feel the next day? Um, you definitely feel it. <laughs> uh, like it's it's kind of be like being in a car wreck. Uh, it's. Um, I'll take another one as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's like being in a in a car wreck. But uh, it, it's. It's controlled chaos, I guess. With uh, to in a sense, uh, you know, you uh, yeah. If somebody were in a bar fight and right. they unskilled were were put through <laughs> the damage that we were, you know, they'd be in a hospital. Uh, but you know, it's just years of training that we go through to be able to do this thing safe. Uh, and I use but, air quotes for yeah. that because <laughs> because uh, you know, there's not really, I guess, yeah. uh, a way to uh, you're, you're you're minimizing the impact exactly. Um, <laughs> trying to take me oh, out. Oh Jesus! Oh, jeez, <laughs> yeah. Calm down, man. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, so I it, it, I definitely feel it, and uh, those types of matches, uh, I have so much respect for people that make their career solely off of death match because oh, there's guys oh, like Schlack, uh, uh, like oh, out, uh, out of the East Coast, Necro Butcher, yeah, Necro Butcher, and these guys that uh, that do this like week in week out, and I just cannot. Like who's that new kid that's like in AEW? But he uh, he was came Joey from Joey Janela, I think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he does crazy shit like that. Yeah, but I mean, and what I re- and what, one thing I really respect and, and love that you guys always would do though is <clears throat> so people come out and they wrestle and they do all these crazy high spots. You guys do those, but you also would come out and you would really put in a real personal flair. Like I really, I would like whenever they whenever they were Brute sixty six. One of the things that they would do. Is they would challenge the opponents to a four-way face slap. (laughs) (laughs) So you would get you take four chairs, and then you would like they would sit across from each other, 
and then take turns slapping each other as hard as they could in the face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's uh, one of those that really gets a lot of uh, – because a lot of people have this built in their head that, uh, like, everything we're doing out there is just, you know, uh, like, we're barely touching each other. Or, no. Yeah, in other words, no. Like, so no. a lot of times no. you get sit, you know, we get to go sit in the audience with them and just smack their shit out of somebody. Yeah. And, like, people go with their whole lives and maybe never see somebody, like, right next to them just get their shit slapped out of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so whenever you're, like, that close, seeing the sweat fly off of somebody, yeah. like, like feeling it in your body, it's just like, whoa. And people don't forget that. And it's just like, that's yeah. what that's what we go to do out there is that we want people to leave there and remember, man, that was, like, some that great. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then, like, um, another thing, like, the, the, what I loved about indie wrestling, the DWO stuff, and also could be really bad, <laughs> is, like, you guys would take the opponent, the heel out, and like bring them along the the side and then hold them and you would let an <laughs> audience member slap them across Ooh. the chest which could really be bad I honestly think that there's very little fans out there and I, I guess I'll throw it out there that could hit me harder than some of the opponents that like I've wrestled right. and it's right. just because they're afraid to hurt their hands right. it's yeah. like you guys are yeah. so scared to hurt your hand on my chest or afraid that maybe I'm going to punch you back or something yeah. and it's just like there's there's almost a stage fright they get in and like I honestly would probably let just about anybody in, in that instance like go for it just because I don't think that they'd be able to do it like there's a guy Funny Bone out of Las Vegas yeah. that guy chops harder than anybody like in, in the business that I've worked with right. and I just don't think that some rando somewhere would be able to chop me harder than like Funny Bone could. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about like getting chopped by like a, a in his prime Ric Flair? You think that would be bad? Oh, I mean, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to do that. Because I mean, there, uh, I feel like everyone chops now because of Ric Flair. Oh, of course. I mean, that's yeah. that's really who I took it from. I don't know if you remember they were doing Tough Enough, and I think it was whenever uh, the Miz was actually on it, and there was some like uh, yeah. MMA guy. I think his name was like Daniel Pewter or something. Yes. They ended up winning. Yes. And he uh, got a chance to be, like, in the first couple entrance into the Royal Rumble. Uh, do you remember that, that Royal Rumble that he was in? Uh, probably. So, uh, I think it was Chris Benoit, Eddie <laughs> Guerrero, um, and Hardcore Holly. And these guys just beat the shit out of him. They just took turns chopping him over and over. Oh, yeah. His chest is like... And you know and you, and you know that was, like, uh, like hazing, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, almost like an initiation of sorts, but... Welcome uh, to wrestling, boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just remember one of those tough enoughs... Um, they all had to take a chop from the from Paul White, you know, which you know, the big show. Mm-hmm. And I was just oh like, god. oh god. Yeah. And see, that's what I'm saying. Also, like, imagine, be, imagine made me being hurt. chopped by the big show, no, or no. being chopped by, you know, Smiley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, some- I have a pretty crazy chop. Oh, not nice. gonna lie. I mean, should we should we go for it? Let's. I mean, oh. I don't know. I, oh, now I got that yeah. stage right. <laughs> I, I want to see this. Yeah. I mean, maybe after the break, All right. I'll okay. chop you. So okay. there's some uh, <laughs> some chatter. We got uh, Neil Cutter says Ray is the man, <laughs> and then uh, um, Mary Max says that's my boy. <laughs> so you got some shout outs. Thanks, um, mother. Aww. Oh, is that your mom? <laughs> yes. Oh, Billy's, so here. Billy. Billy's here. Billy. Billy's here. Um. So Billy's going to come on second hour. Okay. So what was I going to say? So this, once again, if you just joined in, we have uh, pro wrestler uh, to Trash King Ray Basura with us. <laughs> he is going to be on the new season of Traveling with My Father on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So how, so how did you get to do that? I mean, who? how did that happen? Yeah, so um, Party Hard Wrestling is the company that they actually reached out to. And the uh, the the owner, promoter, uh, really the, the man that does everything, uh, Brandon Brains, um, they found his website. They reached out to him. And they were like, this is kind of like the idea that we have. We want to get Jack Whitehall to, uh, to go in, get trained, and end up wrestling somebody. Um, and he's like, we want somebody who is – able to be scary and mean like to be that bad guy but also somebody who's not actually going to go out there and hurt our star like we need somebody who <laughs> yeah. uh, you know that, make it seem like it could happen yeah exactly but also like somebody that we want to work with too like we don't want like an actual asshole don't uh, break the right. talent yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> And so uh, he, he like they uh, they were talking. He's like, "Rabus, is your guy." And so he uh, had them reach out. Well, oh, that's to good. That's a, that's an honor. Right oh, there. I know. And, and I was blown away. I, I, it was it was a big honor. But also, I had to interview for it too. So it wasn't just like given to me. No. And, and so I was uh, going to LA to visit my family. And then uh, I had to do a Skype interview, and these guys, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I'm That's there. That's interesting. And I'm, in, you know, I have a button-up shirt. Go ahead and flex shirt. for us, right? Go ahead and flex for us. <laughs> well, well, see, I'm like in a button-up shirt, and I'm like dressed up really nice. I just got uh, left my cousin's graduation, <laughs> and so I'm there talking to him, and I'm just like really trying to lay on the charm because I was like, I want to be charming for him. And they started to like insinuate, like, well, we don't know if like you like we want somebody who can be like tough and intimidating. <laughs> oh. so, like, I guess I wasn't being like. You know, you know, scary yeah. enough, and I guess over <laughs> Skype, like I couldn't tell that you know I'm six three, and like yeah. uh, you know, pretty when much I get that. in the ring yeah, with so, you, so, I'm gonna break your face. Well, that's pretty much what they needed me to do. Yeah. They're like, okay, like you know, shake it off. Like I want to see you like in character. Yeah. And what we'll do is we're gonna have like a, a meeting, uh, like either later today or something, and we're gonna show them the tape, and we're gonna show them this part here where you're talking, but then we're gonna show them the part. And so I knew that there was a, a possibility they'd have me do this, so I just like had built this like promo in my head already so like whenever it came time I was like oh maybe I got something like on the fly I'll just see alright and I just like go right into character and I, I just lay it all out for him he's like whoa this is so good this is so good and so after that like uh, you know we started talking back and forth and I had to send him some videos and and then uh, we set the date for it and uh, like in the meantime my girlfriend and I we were watching uh, you know the first two seasons because I wanted to see kind of like the format that they do so I could try to you, you did your you did your time. research. Yeah, you exactly. Just, uh, you know. Yeah, and so uh, when the time came, uh, you know, they had us film for the the full day. But uh, that was how it, I guess it led into that was uh, Brandon really putting me over to to them, and then yeah. uh, they're all based out of England as well. So uh, a lot of the times, like I'd have to like email back and forth, and we were getting like weird messages because the time difference <laughs> and stuff. But uh, I made sure to have my notifications on because like the minute they'd email me, I'm like, oh, get back to them real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Man, everyone in the chat is wanting you to chop it. <laughs> okay, okay. I will chop him in second hour. If you all guys right. all stay. Save in second hour. So, uh, so th- th- this is what I think is funny. So uh, Terry Funk was in uh, um, Over the Top, and he was in uh, Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite like wrestling? That those are some of my favorite cameos. By the way, <laughs> what are your favorite wrestler like? Shows up in a weird show cameo thing. Oh man, that's hard to say. Uh, 
the one that got the biggest pop out of me, and it's not because it was a good movie by any means, but uh, I don't know if you ever saw MacGruber. Yes. So he's like trying yes. to set up like this team. Just recently, and, yeah. yeah. Yes. And so he's like getting like ever like all of these wrestlers. He's got like Mark Henry, and I think he had like Jericho. Chris Jericho, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like so he builds up this team of like all wrestlers. I think it was the Great Khali. Also Great Khali, yeah. So, so I, I enjoyed that because I didn't expect it, and yeah. so and then and they, then they all get killed. It's like they're all in a van and it just like blows up and they're dead. And I don't know why, but that just it killed. Me. That yes. <laughs> well, speaking of that, um, did you see that Jericho's coming uh, with his band Fozzy? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, September twenty second. We're all that. very excited about this. I'm not going to be able to be there, and I'm very upset. And he's the new AEW World Heavyweight Hopefully Champion. He brings the belt, right? Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> the World Heavyweight Champion is going to come to Launchpad and just lay down the medal for everybody. You know? Are you serious? I'm very serious. <laughs> oh my god! The band Fozzy, yeah. <laughs> Trapped in Japan for 20 years. You know, that whole <laughs> fucking bullshit. So I, I'm with you. I always loved, like, when I was a kid, though. So nowadays you get, like, wrestling is so integrated in our society. Like, every other, like, show will have a wrestler at yeah. some point on. But when I was a kid, though, I'm watching over the, you know, I'm watching over the top. And he's all, <laughs> Terry Funk shows up. And Terry Funk, like, when he would wrestle, did not look like a big human being. Mm. <laughs> then he would be on TV with like these like actors, and you're just like, holy shit, Terry Funk is huge. <laughs> right. And I'm from Clovis, New Mexico. Terry Funk lived in Amarillo. Mm-hmm. I never got to meet him. My dad did, and it would just piss me out because my dad would tell stories about <laughs> Terry Funk. And Terry Funk um, was like doing some uh, like farm, uh, you know, conference, like or you know, we call expo. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting on a truck, and my dad walked up to him, and he's like, "Hey, where are you from?" And uh, my dad's You're like, "Such a good funk impression." <laughs> and, uh, and, and my dad, my dad goes, uh, "Clovis," and he's all, "Ah, oh, I don't go to Clovis no more. Who rough?" <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell no, he like been in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, like that he was just he'd been in some fights there. So when I was a kid, like I was like, "Dad, Terry Funk's on," t-, you know, and we would, you know, he was in Roadhouse, which I love. That's a great film. Yes. Yeah. It, you know. There's also, Funk is from a whole different era of, oh, yeah. uh, of wrestling where Hardcore these fucking... guys were like beating the shit out of people on a regular basis and just like moving from town to town. Like, yeah. yeah. So he's a, he's a perfect fit well, for that kind of stuff. It, yeah. So I, I, you know, living in the, the eastern New Mexico, West Texas area, that is such a hotbed for all of pro wrestling. Like, people don't get it. Like, I, I went to a basketball uh, camp at uh, West Texas A&M, mm-hmm. which is, like, if you go back to the 80s, early 90s, 20% of all wrestlers came from that little-ass shit Division II college, you right? Know? <laughs> it was, like, it was like a Ted DiBiase, uh, Barry Windham, Terry Funk. I mean, they were, it just keeps going. Like, you, right. can, you can just list, like, 20 wrestlers, they, and, they, and they just all were, like, played football there, and they're like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do now. You should uh, learn to wrestle, right. and they just did. <laughs> <laughs> what it is, you know? In high school, I uh, was very, very briefly uh, trying to. I was in wrestling, oh. and uh, I was going to try to learn some some techniques in the okay. end. And uh, it was off season. I was I was training. I was really into it. And then it started getting close to like on season. I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to wear that stupid singlet. And uh, oh, you're talking about like actual wrestling? Like, yeah, yeah. Wrestling. So like I was like uh, you know uh, amateur wrestling and amateur wrestling. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So uh, like really 100. percent The reason why I didn't actually go forward with this because I didn't want to wear the singlet. 
and you know, here I am now. Where, where I, you, well, know, you wear a singlet? Yeah, I wear a singlet, or, or <laughs> sometimes even less in the show. I'm wearing like my long tights, where I'm like, you know, completely just, you know, Nacho Libre, almost just like trunks yes. over tights. But the uh, the and people are more openly willing to tell me that I am a piece of shit, or really to tear me <laughs> apart. And you know, they're not gonna do that in high school. But yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yes, they will. I guess so. Just yeah. just beat their kid. And they'll yeah. tell you that shit. <laughs> he cheated, rap. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so which do you prefer face or heel it's a hard question man uh because uh there's a obviously it's very gratifying hearing people cheer for you and sure, yell your sure. name right. and and buy all your merchandise and, and everything but as a heel uh Getting people that emotional response out of somebody oh, yeah. <laughs> is, is, so, is so gratifying. But trying to get them to buy your T-shirt after you tell them they're filth and garbage and trash <laughs> and and talk shit about their town and like have people out there like uh, I used to, I was having the squires for a while carry around a bag of uh, shredded paper and just throw it in people's faces whenever they're booing. <laughs> and like that's uh, amazing. Yeah, so we I love that. There was a short period of time where I'd come out and they'd throw it like confetti as like I walked through it yeah, yeah. And, I, and I loved it and then like whenever I would win uh, they'd come back out there to put the crown on me and they would just litter that stuff and like d- we did it at DWO a couple times yeah. and DWO is like if it didn't look so good we wouldn't let you do it because it is a pain in the ass to, <laughs> to clean, clean up, up. Yeah. like literally yeah. like the, the trainees everybody's like out there with brooms <laughs> and there was one night where we did it twice in one night uh, where, oh god. where oh god. I went and had my match we did it and then later I came and I beat up Manny Lemons and oh. we did it again oh. I love Manny Lemons I like that guy he seems like he's a legit good person oh, he, he really he is. Is. And, you're, and you're like oh no he's the worst no 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 he, <laughs> you're like and I hate him he's honestly like one of the sweetest guys out there yeah. he, he's uh, based out of Salt Lake City no I follow him on oh, uh, Facebook he's right. so great yeah, yeah he is and he's staying super busy too and I'm really happy to see it but uh, he's running uh, Devotion up there in, in Salt Lake and uh, is and that uh, Matthew Robles uh, you know, no? I'm not sure uh, how much MK is involved with it. Uh, he may be, he may not be, okay. and that's just because MK has his hand in so many right. things. I've heard <laughs> right. It's hard. To, it's hard to keep. And you know, MK, he, he's a guy that I've known for a long time, or Matthew Robles, you yeah. But uh, whenever I very first started wrestling, uh, my very first one-on-one match was in Salt Lake City uh, with a company that uh, MK was like working with, and uh, like he was kind of like getting his footing in the wrestling business. He was working with a guy named Concussion out there, and my yeah, <laughs> Concussion, and his and his manager CTE, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, it was uh, Catholic Festival was the very first uh, like one on one match that I had. It was it was this weird thing. We're in like this uh, like where they have the the. I, it's not like what is Bible school like where they send like the kids parish off. hall or well, oh um, what is that called in Catholicism? Or even just like regular church. Like whenever church is going on, they send all like the the Sunday school. Sunday school. We're we're like getting dressed out in like the Sunday school room, like the classrooms (laughs) and stuff. And we go out there and uh, I was supposed to be the good guy and I was wearing a a Mexican flag and uh, the people in Salt Lake City didn't like Mexico very much. I I got a couple cheers, but I got a lot of like, go back to Mexico. Oh my God. (laughs) That's fucked up. I I wrestled a mosh pit mic and um, and it was my very first, I was super nervous and everything ended up going really well, but uh, that was AXW in in Salt Lake City, but it was really funny because I was supposed to 
be the face. I still got the cheers that I was going for, but uh, a lot of uh, people weren't super happy about the Mexican flag. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I'm one of those people that I enjoy a heel more than I... like. Me, even, oh, yeah. Even when I watch like comic book movies, mm. I enjoy villains more than I enjoy... Right. Like heroes. For well, some it's got to be more fun to play. It, it, yeah. it just looks so fun. Oh, it, it, and it you is. could talk shit to them. I love that. And, and yeah. everybody always goes, oh, well, who was the best Batman? And I'm like, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. You put him in the suit, and there's really not much yeah. acting after that. It's more stunt work. Like, it, look it, at the Joker. It, it's all about the villains. The villains yeah. made all of the Batman films. Right. They just did. And they I mean, good that's. Backstories. Yeah. I'm a huge comic book fan, and you know, like Magneto is one of like the my, yeah. my one of the greatest ones. villains. Well, ever if you call him a villain, some people don't. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it depends who you know. The, the ones that blur that line. I mean, yeah. the, the Stone Cold Steve Austins of the world. You know, the, yeah. the you know the, they're like, oh shit, you know he's doing bad things, but I like it. You know, well yeah. I, maybe because I am a comic book fan. Like whenever I do see somebody doing like. A heel or a villain character, and like, well, why are you doing the things that you're doing? Yeah. You feel that you're doing it because it's right, or because that's what you are, or are you doing it just to be an asshole? And I think that's where you start to uh, start to figure out where, like, anyone can go out there and just yell "fuck you," and then they're, they're right. like, "oh, fuck you," or like, you can go out there and you can smile in their face, and they want to fight you. And like, <laughs> that's that's like, I think like the better villain. Yeah. And, and I'm gonna give Gino props for this, Gino. That dude is the best heel I've yeah. seen yeah. in the indie wrestling. <laughs> and I think that he's one of the best coming oh, from like the area. But uh, I worked with him recently in El Paso, and anytime I've worked with him, he's super clean, super easy to work with. But uh, like the way that he can get people to react, yes, and the problem. I think one of the hardest things about that guy is trying to figure out where he, the character stops and he begins. Oh wow! Right. Because he's always on. And so, like, there was a time where I'm just like, man, I want to just punch this dude in the face. Oh, wow. And, and uh, there's uh, there's videos on uh, on Facebook, if you dig into DWO, where uh, Thunder and Gino uh, have a background segment, and they just start throwing punches. And, oh, and so, you know, there's I think Gino has a way uh, of, you know, rubbing people a certain way because he's just such a professional. And then whenever you finally get to meet like the real you're like oh well this guy's like great and then, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like well, and then you see him back in the other uh, where he's back in character again and you're like god I hate him again like yes <laughs> well I think the great thing about him too is he's a little guy yeah yeah and a lot of little guys try to like you know they, they do the high flying and he does the high flying but what's great about him is he plays that character where he's like I'm really small and I have a Napoleon a Napoleonic con- you know the Napoleon complex mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm going to come out and tell you how badass I am in a way that you're like, no, you're not. And then, and then he's like, he's like, I'm going to show you. And then, and and you're like, and, and he's an asshole and he's that short asshole at a party that wants to fight yeah. everybody. And he gets, we all ring, know one, but then, but then the best thing about him is like, like say he's like doing the arrogant part and then they like throw him through the air and he's like mid air, and he does the most high pitched girl scream <laughs> and lands, and it just and it and it's the comedy of the you know it's the it's the exact. 
perfect timing for that. And that's that's where I think a big part of people having egos in wrestling is uh, as my as my king character, I go out there and I, I realize that if I just go out there scowl and yell at everybody, I wasn't getting the reaction that I wanted. And so yeah. then I started uh, just really like, oh, like you all love me, and the more people would boo me, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. You have like, to, you have to, you have to. And uh, like whenever I'm in the ring. Uh, I think that everybody wants to see me look the fool. Yeah. And like, right. so I, I'm like, that's all they're waiting for. Right. So if I can give them that moment, they're like, yes, finally, I want to see him like something backfire on him. Like they've been cheating the whole match. Like I want to see like just something blow up in his face. And yeah. like, I throw garbage all over arenas, all over the country, like wherever I can, <laughs> like I'll go find a trash can and throw it all over. And the minute like I get trash thrown on me, Everybody goes crazy. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah. So I want to back it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about the ring. Okay. Okay. Because someone just threw something in the chat here that I want to bring up. I can't believe all this started in your backyard, Mary <laughs> Mac. So let's talk about the backyard wrestling that you did. I think uh, most people, that, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, I mean, you, you meet up your friends. Uh, you meet up with your friends and you guys throw each other around or you get a trampoline somewhere. I, yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. That, if yeah. you're a wrestling Especially fan, now. Like these, like when yeah. I was a kid, I had a trampoline growing up. And, I mean, you would wrestle, but you flew off the sides. Now everybody has this, like, netting oh, cage, yeah. which, which, which <laughs> looks like a cage. You know, yeah. you're like, rage in the cage, you know. My dad used to make our couches into a little oh, yeah. wrestling ring for me and my cousins. Your he irresponsible father. Right. He, okay, to be fair, he was a punk rock drunk He's like, he's like sliding little. a chair in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> he's all, here, hit him with it. Tap. <laughs> <laughs> so was there a, like a backyard wrestling where you and your friends smashed each other with shit? Well, yeah, and that's why I said like if you're a wrestling fan, I mean you you do. And so in Carlsbad, where I grew up, I'm from Carlsbad, New Mexico. Boom. <laughs> wow! So, wow! Uh, Cavemen suck. Oh man! Uh, uh, Just kidding. We're we're why are we getting the, the hate for the cavemen? I'm from Clovis. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I thought Artesia was the only one that hated us. No, but. I'm just messing with you. I don't care. I just wanted to No, throw no, no. It. But uh, I'm from Carlsbad, New Mexico. And um, the uh, there's a couple of people, like friends, that we just go you know, mess around on the trampoline. And then, like, a couple more friends started coming over and a couple more friends. And then, like, we started doing, like, crazier stunts. And then it became a full-blown, like, backyard wrestling thing. And then, uh, you know, we were just kids in high school. And then eventually, whenever we graduated, uh, my buddy Kyle Hawk, he... You, you moved... did it in college? No, no, no. no. <laughs> my, my buddy Kyle Hawk, at the time, he uh, he was living here in Albuquerque. And uh, he had started training <laughs> with uh, a couple of guys uh, around here. And so I got a chance to, uh, to come and, like, see what it would actually be like to to learn like the actual art of wrestling and it it compl- like i thought that i knew even like i thought i knew like baseline because i was a fan yeah, yeah, i had yeah. like thrown some people no. around thrown some people through some tables and like i just thought i, I was like oh shit, all i gotta do is get the costume and i got it mm. and i knew nothing and right. and i want to put that out there for anyone who may be watching or maybe listening if if you are backyard wrestling uh, it's super dangerous, it, and I, I should have never done it. Whenever I was a kid, it's it's it, you know it, it's something that may be fun, but the risk is not worth the reward. Find a reputable school. Most schools uh, will start training you as early as like fifteen, uh, and you can start learning to roll around. You can start learning uh, you know wrestling psychology, and you can learn how to do it safely. And I did a lot of backyard wrestling in high school, a lot. And I, I'm just very lucky that I was never permanently did you injured. Ever get, did you ever get hit with a light bulb? I, we 
I was, did a lot of really stupid. Stuff. I never, I never, I've never been hit with a light bulb, yeah. but I hit some over the light bulb. Yeah, well, and it, and it is fantastic. We, I, I couldn't know, recommend it more. I had it happen whenever I was a kid. Whenever we didn't know what we were doing, and I've had it done multiple, multiple times. I've done lots of light tubes, like in a professional setting, and knowing that the other person on the other end of it knows what they're doing makes right. all the oh, difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, I, I, I've never wrestled my entire life. But I've been a fan. I've been a mark my entire <laughs> life. Um, and, I mean, from what I understand from talking to my friends that are wrestlers, I mean, and, and reading, you know, people's books, you really want to wrestle with somebody who's going to make it look painful and then protect you. <laughs> All in the same, right? Right. Am yeah. I wrong? I mean, they, they'll be like, oh, I liked wrestling that person because you knew you, you, you have to trust the other person. Right. And uh, I, I don't know if, if you've ever heard of Schlack. I brought him up earlier. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you ever look at his I'm stuff, not, yeah. he is I, – I think that he is going to take the, the place of, like, Necro Butcher oh, in, okay. in that fit of, like – Because Necro Butcher will be dead. Well, no, no. Like, <laughs> Necro, oh. Necro is, oh, he's, is having no. a return right now. But, yeah. you know, he, he cemented himself as a legend. And, and Schlack is, like, the right. guy right now. Have you seen The Wrestler? Yeah. yeah. When, whenever Mickey Rourke's character does the hardcore match, yes. that's Necro Butcher. Uh and you and like that dude literally like that's what he does is like wow. those man where they're like he goes in the back and they're like using pliers to pull tacks out oh, of his wow. body you know <laughs> that's like, crazy like, yeah. oh god so I was enslaved to the death match last year and Schlack was in my match yeah. and like I'm like looking up some of his stuff trying to do some research on him and I'm like motherfuck this guy is like intense so like leading into the match like I am just like getting in my head and I'm like. I just see all these things he's done, and I'm like, oh, God, he's going to just destroy me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to have to go out there. I'm just going to have to, like, lay it back into him, and I'm just going to have to, like, make sure not to look like a punk. And the, the, he was he just probably the, the most professional out of anyone that I've ever wrestled as far as just, like, you know, a respect in the ring and everything. We did some crazy stuff, and he definitely tore me up. But, like, he wasn't out there taking any liberties or sending me to the hospital or anything. Has anybody ever, like, just, like, the stapled into you? I've done sta- – I- pretty much I've done most of the <sighs> hardcore stuff you've seen. We've done staples, oh thumbtacks, light tubes, I, I, Okay, like, I was trying what to explain was this to somebody. Oh, go ahead, yeah. What was the worst one? As a whole, I think glass. Just as a whole. Anytime there's glass involved, uh, it's always the worst. I actually think that I have hearing issues because of a match that I had with pains of glass. Oh. Uh, DWO did a, a death Oh, because of the term. noise? Uh, well, I don't know exactly what did it, but there was a match uh, in DWO. There was a deathmatch tournament, and the match was called Pain in the Glass Match. And oh, they had these sheets of glass just all over. Like, they were on the outside. They were inside the ring. And the idea was that if you put somebody through two sheets of glass, they were eliminated. So it was a fatal four-way match. Oh. Uh, it was Concussion, Rex Reed, uh, Josh Payne, and myself. And I was super early, and like, and it was probably the first time I was really getting to show myself like like, that I'm okay with, like, weapons because before that, I used to, like, really protect and hide the fact I did backyard wrestling because I didn't want it to affect, like, how I got booked. Well, yeah, you, didn't, you don't right. want to become that, that stereotype. Exactly. It's like, oh, he's just a backyarder. It's so, an old. So, so, I, so I kept it, uh, you know, it's guarded secret for a long time, and I'm a little more okay with, like, talking about it now because I think everybody did a little bit of it, but... Um, so in that match, uh, I like we'd been like wrestling a little bit, and we're all pretty beat up because it's like the second round of the tournament. I grab a sheet of glass to move it, and it breaks in my hands. And they called it against me as like one of my like one of two mm. to my eliminations. And I was super pissed about it. I was like, 
oh god, like now, like my involvement in this match is going to be limited because I already have like one against me. Anyway, we go through the match. Later on, Josh Payne, like he like wears me down, puts my head on a chair, and gets a sheet of glass, and he slams it on my head. Oh shit! And like Gosh. whenever it hit me in the ear, like the glass shattered. Like I don't know if it's the sound or glass actually in my ear, Oof. but like ever since then, like like whenever people are talking to me, I'm like, huh, what? Oh, <laughs> like, oh wow. fuck, dude. Uh, yeah, and I, I I think that that had an effect on me from there, but um, I was like super disappointed a because my my hearing got messed up, but uh, I was super <laughs> disappointed because I wasn't able to continue in that match. Oh, that's but every person that came back after that was progressively way more fucked up than I thought they were going to be. Like, so you were like, I got out early. Yeah, well, <laughs> I at first I was like, oh man, that's a bummer, and then oh, like this damn. guy comes back and he's like. Uh, um, I don't remember who came back first, if it was Josh Payne or if it was Concussion, but Josh Payne uh, was uh, given a DVD, a Death Valley Driver, through oh, yeah. a sheet of glass, and whenever his like shoulder went through it, like it just completely like lacerated his arm. I think it cut like either like you know some veins or something in there, and like so he's sitting there and just like blood is like pooling around him. Ooh. He's like trying to hold pressure on it, and like people are like. We need to take you to the hospital, and he's like, "Okay, everyone, just like calm down." And he's like the most calm person. While everybody's like freaking out, he's like, "Just get me wrapped up, and we'll get this figured out." And so, like wrapping him up, trying to keep pressure on everything. Then the next guy comes in, and he was like power bomb through it, and his back is just like ground beef, like from the glasses, like tearing Ooh. him up. Good and so, uh, at the end of it, I was like, "I got a couple like small nicks on me." Ooh. I was like, yeah. I, "Maybe I." I Once would, again. Yeah. What's wrong with What's you? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? That's crazy. So, That's crazy. Uh, okay. Singapore cane, does it hurt? Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, like, belts, like straps. Oh, yeah. And, you know, those get a lot of really good reaction. Those can definitely smarge the, the Singapore cane. I mean, the trash can makes a lot of noise, but yeah. I assume it doesn't really. It'll, it'll rattle you. Yeah. I mean, mostly anything that you're getting hit in the head with is going to, you know, rattle you a little bit. But. I always love, I always love the, the Singapore cane. If anyone knows what we're talking about, they take bamboo, basically, mm-hmm. cut it the same size, and then just wrap tape around the handle like it's a sword, and yeah. then some tape around the other end. And then when they hit someone, I mean, I'm sure it stings, but it makes a nice, loud noise. It, it really, like, you know, jars you, you, your teeth kind of... Oh. <laughs> but uh, one of my fa- most recent favorite moments with the yeah. Singapore cane is they had Raven at a DWO show. I was there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, do you remember whenever he started hitting the security with yes. it? So that was not talked about uh, beforehand. Uh, and one Ugh. of them uh, was actually Mr. Happy. Uh, uh, he, he's oh. just now starting to get into the wrestling business. And I, I think the bearded lady was also one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so these guys were uh, were training with DWO school. And they're, get, they're getting their, like, you know, they're getting their, they're learning. Right, uh, right. Their dues, yeah. you know? Well, Mr. Happy goes over there and he's like, okay, I got to, you know, like, you know, do everything I do. And oh. he's like so focused. I'm like trying not to mess it up. And the next thing you know, he just gets cracked with a cane. Oh. He's like, oh. <laughs> But then, like he said, he's laying there and he's like, "Whoa, Raven just hit me with a cane." Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, God. yeah, Raven. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, Sand. I mean, the, the better one would be Sandman for me. Yeah, Sandman was the Singapore cane guy, but Raven would, you know, Raven would definitely be up there too. You know, I, I mean, mean, a hardcore legend like somebody that you grew up absolutely goddamn yeah. Lily. Which watching Raven move around the ring, I was like, he's not going to wrestle, and then he came out, and I was like, ooh, yeah, he's <laughs> he's had some, yeah. He did not move around the ring very well. Oh, man. I noticed. I was like, ah. So uh, we're at the end of the first hour. 
Um, so we're we're gonna promote. We're you know Ray's gonna stay with us for the second hour for sure. Yay. You guys should stick around because maybe Holly might do some chops. Oh no, yes. I'm definitely gonna do some, some chops. chops. Billy's gonna join us for the second hour. Um, <laughs> this has been great. I mean, I really really enjoyed it. So. Do you have like a website or Facebook page? Or? Uh, I mean, just most social media you can find me on, uh, and it's pretty consistent across. Uh, if you look me up, Ray Basuda, I'm on uh, Snapchat, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Yeah. You can look me up anywhere, Ray Basuda. YouTube, you can YouTube Ray Basuda. Yeah, and he, yeah. his character's yeah. the Trash King, and he'll be on uh, Travels with My Father. Mm-hmm. On Netflix, starting this Friday. This Friday, this September Friday. 6th. Awesome. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, I'm so, so I'm cool. so excited. I mean, that that you know, you've got to be excited. Your family's oh, got to be I'm, excited. I'm super excited, and like, yeah. it's it's really cool getting an opportunity to talk about it now because uh, whenever we actually filmed this back in February, and uh, it was back in January, I think, is whenever we started interviewing for it. So uh, it was a long time <laughs> where I wasn't able to really. Uh, to talk about it and like for party hard wrestling I'm sure that was hard oh, for them too yeah because <laughs> yeah, they were just like we have something big coming something exciting but we yeah. can't yeah. talk about anything. it but uh, so Jacob La, I can't I can't Esperance he's the, all, the bearded lady he says happy getting smashed with the cane by Raven is one of my favorite experiences so far <laughs> that's the bearded lady is that, how, how do you say his last name uh, Okay. I just don't. I don't say it. Yeah. Just say it. Uh, that's awesome, yeah. man. So, uh, Holly, what do you got besides your I, open mic that you, we're going to go to after? We're going to go to after this at yeah. 8 p.m. Head over to Inside Out. We're going to have chicken nuggets there tonight because all the nuggets. There's also a nugget playlist about nuggets. I don't know because um, we're crazy. Royal will be there. Everybody the will be there. All the nuggets will be there. But even more than that, I was saying how I can't go to the Fozzie show. Because I am roasting the oh. mayor of Albuquerque and Albuquerque or er, and New Mexico. It's the roast of the land of entrapment on September twenty second with Al- uh, Albuquerque Entertainment Magazine. Not the mayor of downtown. Not the oh. mayor of downtown. Of <laughs> the actual mayor of Albuquerque. I'm going to roast him. Also, if you're listening to this, please, please, please send me uh, things you want me to bring up to the mayor because that's in a couple weeks. I'm a little bit nervous. Oh, so. you'll do fun. <laughs> but that's all I have coming up. That's it, huh? That's it. We no, we have a uh, James. You got anything? Nope. Billy, you have anything coming up besides Night of Living cover bands? October fifth, Dialogues three year. October fifth, Dialogues three year anniversary. Will it be uh, Bellama? Yes. Yeah, Bellama. So that yeah, you didn't. Have, it's fine. I, I got it. Uh, October fifth, uh, uh, Dialogue. We have a show on September 29th at Safe House Distilling. And I believe it's going to be at 1 p.m. in the nice. afternoon. So, yeah, that's our next live experience out. of people are like, oh, I want to go see you guys live, come out to Safe House Distilling, 1 p.m. September 29th. Awesome. So, I think that's it, right? Is that all? Then uh, you can uh, check us out on tenderingminimum.com. Actually, our live show is streaming there right now. Um, we have a beer that is called Ten Drink Minimum Brown Ale, and it is at Dialogue Brewing right now. Go there, check it out. James, me, and Billy may helped make the beer. Yep. Wow. So go check that out. It's amazing. Uh, Dialogue Brewing is amazing. Yeah, it is. It, it's a great place to go hang out. Um, and we do shows most Sundays, 6 to 8 p.m. on Facebook.com forward slash Ten Drink. And everybody's running to the bathroom, I think. Yes. So James and I will take it. We'll take the show off. Uh, it's all right. Um, but yeah, 
We definitely drink. We do the show. You should as well. But always remember, never we'll get, get too, too drunk, drunk to jerk. 10drinkminimum.com.
What's the use of fire if you can burn a sea for all to climb? My fate was not the same as every, everyone is
Sorry about that. Okay. Smiley's <laughs> glasses hit the microphone. I was like, what in the fuck was that? That <laughs> sounded scarier than yeah. what it was. Welcome back. Welcome to the, <laughs> the Wavy Hour. We've added Billy. Let's see if he's on the mic. Welcome to the Wavy Hour. It's your boy, Billy Belmont. I'm glad to be back for the second, or be here for the second hour. Hi, Billy. Hey, yeah, so, so, so Chris, during the break, pretty much goes out and is like, what the fuck were you, dude? I, was, I didn't say it bad way, though. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. This is happening a lot to me lately. I don't know. My I heard, I heard some slapping. I heard some crying. Yeah. I don't really know what was yeah. said. It, yeah. was, <laughs> it was intense he, out there. He's like, I, he's like, I texted you. I was like, no, you didn't. And he's like, yeah, I did. And I go, yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
I was still traumatized. I have to tell a little bit of the story. So we're in the Wavy Hour. I mean, we have we have with us for the Wavy Hour. We have a, a pro wrestler, Ray Basura. Um, he's going to be he he wrestles all over the Southwest. I assume West Coast, West Coast, really? anywhere that I can, yeah. anywhere, they'll, anywhere they'll book you. Yeah, um, Basura sounds like some kind of like mythical creature. It means trash. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Ray Basura, uh, loosely translated, is Trash King. So the Trash King Ray Basura is the Trash King Trash King. Oh my God! <laughs> That's like your Holly, Holly and I have our way of saying trash, like yes. men who are trash. Yeah. Trash. Trash. <laughs> I was going to say, your girlfriend probably loves him now. She's like, he's the trash king? Trash. Trash. <laughs> um, My so, liege, but thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. So I have some stories because I went to, I went to, I went, oh, you know, it's, it's Labor Day weekend. So I took a group of our friends to Cloudcroft, New Mexico to hang out with my parents. So I have a couple stories I just want to tell real quick, real fast, get them out of the way. And then we can get into the, the crazy shit we're going to probably get into here in a little while. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've lived in Albuquerque now 12 years? 11 years. How long? No, 12 years. And I, I, I grew up in a small town. I grew up in small towns, you know, all over New Mexico. But living in Albuquerque, you kind of like after so many years, you kind of adapt you get your friends, and then you go back to these small towns, and and we also do this in Albuquerque as well. So you you kind of notice people stare at you because yeah. you're like big city people, and they're like, "What the hell's who's these people?" You know, and we're downtown people, you know. And I so, yeah. I, so I took a whole group of crust punks <laughs> to stay with my parents. Crust Man. punks. What what is that? Crust punks. Yeah. Oh my um, god, you don't know what well, that is. Technically not crust punks. They're just more of like okay. a uh, yeah. just uh, punk kind of. Um, they, they mostly like metal. Metal, yeah. yeah. Hardcore metal. Like, well, crust punks are like a cross between hippies and like metalheads or punk yeah. rockers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, ever heard of the the term ogle? You have a guy with the dreadlocks with the dog with a little like handkerchief around <laughs> his neck. And I, I know that person like visually, but yeah. I didn't know there's a word for. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah cr- like crust punk. So, you know, like has like a vest with like a shit ton of patches and just. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, so I'm pretty sure at any point you could hit them in the chest and they'd be fine. So we go to this <laughs> bar in Cloudcroft, New Mexico, called the Western. We walk in, and the whole place is completely covered in dollar bills where people have written on with a Sharpie and stapled it. Like, there is n- almost no surface not covered by a dollar bill. Is, so we, it, is it right next door to a liquor store? Yes. I've been there. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we go in there, and immediately, like, first of all, they have a we, – we, we were going to go there anyway, but we heard live music. And the, my parents live in the town of South Park. It's called Cloudcroft, New Mexico. And we could hear it from – like, these guys have been there. You guys have been there. So yeah. we can hear it mm-hmm. from their house. So we walk over there. We walk up and there's a full band out front playing with the police who have put a police line around for the audience. And there are three people watching the band <laughs> as they're playing the Steppenwolf covers. There's like uh, five people in the yeah. band. <laughs> and so we go inside and we're like, hey, let's get a drink. And then we'll go outside and watch the band. Well, we can get a drink. But we can't go outside and watch the band. It's not allowed. Wow. Huh. So we have to stay inside and watch the band. So there's all kinds of like small town characters. There's the two cowboys playing pool that seem to be upset with us for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> there's the you know, the two guys that are like kinda husky but they dress really nice and they have two really attractive women that 
are way attractive than they are. Oh. But like these are the two rich guys in town, so they <laughs> they got the two hot girls. <laughs> that oil. Um, then several yeah, yeah several people <laughs> who are like, and it's not an oil. It's a it's a tourist town, and then like several middle aged people who have middle aged badly. Do you have a uh, they, like, they middle aged badly? <laughs> middle aged badly. So at one point, like <laughs> one of the cowboys playing pool is not he he just can't wrap his head around a Sabrina. <laughs> B Ian and C Courtney. I mean, everybody's wearing black, but me. I'm wearing red, <laughs> so it's like everyone in black, me in red. And he just keeps looking, and he keeps looking, and I'm watching because I'm one of those people that I know to walk into places and always be. At- I mean, we're from Albuquerque. Always be attentive <laughs> to like what's going on. And so, sooner or later, the guy's like, <laughs> and, and he fucks it up. He's like, "What what y'all doing?" And they're like, I'm sorry. I was like, where are y'all from? That's what he says. <laughs> so then, you know, as they're putting the, the dollar on the wall with the pentagram, uh-huh. stapling it. Oh, goodness. They're like, from Albuquerque. And um, <laughs> so he's fine. So then out of nowhere, this man walks in. Cargo shorts, T-shirt, beard, and hair kind of like mine. Sits at a table across from us. Puts his arm on the table, never drinks, <laughs> never looks away from us. Like he's staring dead at us. And I mean, he's serial killer staring at us. <laughs> and uh, uh, Courtney and I are talking about, like, you know, things that are going on. So I finally, like, just never break, like, as we're talking. And I, I keep doing this with my hand. I go, I'm like, hold on a second. So do you see the man to the left of my hand that is staring at us like, we are going to be killed tonight, and he is the one to do the job? <laughs> And, you know, I never, like, break, like, the, the same conversation. And she's like, um, yeah. And she kind of looks around. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then finally, after 20 minutes of staring directly at us, he never, like, breaks, never goes to get a drink, nothing. Finally walks out. And so, like, we mix more in our crowd. And, and then someone walks up and they go, God, did you see that guy giving us the fucking death stare? <laughs> and I was like, thank you. I, I saw it, too. So then finally we go to leave, and he's outside. Oh, what no. the fuck? And he, everybody goes, oh, shit, there he is. Because oh, we've no. been talking about him. And he gives us the death stare again. Nothing happened. But, man, I think what he wanted to, for us to do was is for one of us to walk up and go, hey, why do you keep staring at us? You got a fucking problem? Like, he wanted, <laughs> yeah. he was trying to start a he fight. He wanted a fight. He wanted that movie moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then the next... What are you city slickers doing here? How dare you boom up? How dare you? So then the second thing that happened was the... We left. So we left Cloudcroft. And Cloudcroft is like 17 miles from Almogordo. And we're dri- we drive in Almogordo. And some of us got up early and went and ate. And some of us didn't. So we're like, oh, well, we'll get gas. And you get- we'll stop somewhere so you guys can eat. So we stop at this Taco Bell in Almogordo. And Ian, I mean, Ian's been in the, he's in the band Russian Girlfriends. He's been yeah. in the band Coffin Cats. He's a punk rocker. He's, you know, he's, you know, he has a shirt on for some metal band. And on the back it says, the only thing left is death. <laughs> That's what it says on the back. And I get that. So we're like just chilling, having a good conversation. It's Sunday afternoon. Everybody got their Taco Bell. Wait, can I ask what time it was? It was, 
<laughs> about twelve thirty. Oh, yep. That's right Just when after the church yep. after church. Yeah. Right after church. Yeah. <laughs> you get where I'm going here. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this woman who I guess had been staring at Dave, our friend Dave, and Dave's like the one who doesn't drink, doesn't do drugs, but also draws metal shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a great artist. She, Dave Jordan. She, he notices like oh. he he's been watching her the whole time. And she all of a sudden walks over and she's like, I just want to let you to know that there's life in the Ooh. kingdom of heaven. Oh, no. And you all need to find Jesus. And then Dave, without missing a beat, you're barking up the wrong tree, lady. Half of us are Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I have a similar story that happened Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday or day before. There's a local band that I used to love so much called Moonshine Blind. Mm -hmm. And the back of their shirt says, Fuck You Die. It's Mm. one of their best songs. And sometimes I just (laughs) don't even think about where I'm going. And I put on the tank top and I go out, whatever. And we went grocery shopping, Crystal and I. And... The first lady that approaches us is like, did you know what the back of your shirt says? And I'm like, fuck you die. What am I wearing? Oh, yeah, it says fuck you die. And she was like, that is so inappropriate. I'm like, okay, cool. Fuck you die. Uh, And then this lady comes up and she's like, I'm sorry to bother you. And I was like, oh, God, this is about the shirt. And she's like, it is about the shirt. I'm not going to tell you off. She's like, I'm a teacher. And I work in special ed, and I'm not even kidding. The other lady I work with, we say fuck you die all the time <laughs> to each other about other people we work with because they don't understand how hard our job is. Can I take a picture of the back of your shirt? Oh, nice. That's and tight. I was like, okay, sure, no problem. Then we're walking out, and this grown-ass man was like laughing so hard <laughs> Like he's twelve, and he's like, "The back of her shirt says fuck." Oh my god! And I'm like, "Okay, everybody, just chill out." First of all, I have a three-year-old stepdaughter at home, and when she's old enough to read, I'm not gonna care if somebody has a shirt that says something fucked up on it. Mom, like, mom, this this oogle was wearing a shirt that said "fuck." It's like I know. Okay. It's like I'm just happy you can read. You know? Swear words. I mean, because those aren't written anywhere. They're not written anywhere. Well, like, good job. I don't know. It. I think people are just so judgy about shirts. I just thought that was fucking hilarious. You're barking up the wrong tree. Half of us. Half of us Jewish. And that was true. I would like uh, it. I would like it better if it was like. Well, listen, lady. You know, the thing is, half of us are Jewish, so don't even worry about it. You know, <laughs> there is no hell. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's so weird that you'd say that to me because you oh. know, this, oh. hell is just a construct, right? <laughs> and, and, and of all places, Taco Bell. Oh, no. <laughs> First of all, let's step up your after-church eating. Yeah, you know, I mean, really. Like, you no, should go all out. Yeah, is there no Golden Corral <laughs> and an Gordo? All right. I mean, come on. Jesus. Or is there no, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Is that a question to Jesus? Are you expecting an answer with that? Well, dear baby Jesus, can we get a Golden Corral in, in Gordo? Can we get a Sizzler? And if anyone who has gone to church, the only right place to go is Chinese food afterwards. Yes. That's all, I mean, that, that's Absolutely. Really, yeah, Chinese buffet. I thought that's where all people went after church. Well, or first. Yeah. First oh, is yeah. also good. Per- 
I would uh, like to think those that green manes, though. <laughs> anyone who like practices like it's all about the okra. Not working mm. on the Sabbath when they not try to subject right, right, somebody right. to... Well, they don't oh, care about yeah. other races well, working. Here's, here's what I don't get. We went to I'm this, just saying. When you're, when you're from another small town, if you're listening to the show, just think of this. We all walked in. We didn't bother anybody. We stayed within our group. We bought lots of alcohol, and we tipped really well. And we didn't do anything that disturbed you except you didn't like the way that we looked. That's... Just the American way, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Fair. And that's so terrible. It's just like trash. I, I don't like you people because <laughs> you look different from me. It's like okay, yeah. those people are trash. Right. <laughs> to be fair, uh, have you seen Sabrina? Yeah. She no Sabrina. No, I'm yeah. sorry. We all look that way. <laughs> Sabrina is beautiful. Sabrina you is know. like one of the people. It's like oh my god. I, just, I see these people like on movies and shit, <laughs> and she's in our bar. Eh. Some some guy Peter Gonzalez says Ray Basura is best part of the show. I I agree with that. Ray is great, but <laughs> fuck you. Thanks, Peter. Do you know Peter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I'm kidding, by the way. Just no. He he is great, by the way. But I just wanted to get that story out because, like, <laughs> otherwise I'll forget it. And so, jeez, Louise, um, your, your Netflix um, uh, show is going to come on this weekend. So, my, yeah. so your grace, can I ask uh, when you're on the set mm-hmm. for something like this, and say, like, you, it's basically a reality show, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, are there retakes? Like, oh, say, yeah. like, that's a good question. Good so question. that was that was one of the cool things about it is I wasn't sure how this how much reality there was going to be uh, on there, but uh, the chemistry between Jack and his father Michael is pretty organic. It's shocking, wow. and I'm sure that they maybe have some conversations beforehand about like how things are going to go. But a lot of the quips that they do back and forth. Um, are pretty real and like they oh. happen in a sense but what will happen was they'll be like uh, okay Michael go stand over there and we're gonna do this and just say what you're going to say and it's like we didn't like that shot go over here and just rip on him and so like they're like setting up situations for him less so like than like telling him what he's gonna say but they'll like reset the scene they'll reset it and then he'll say something different or whatever and they're just going back and forth with each other okay and and that was what the really cool thing was because I expected they were gonna be like say that again and there was a couple times where they'd be like uh, you know there was a sound can you repeat that but it oh, was okay. but it wasn't like oh no no and yeah I, okay mm-hmm. and, and I get that like doing stuff like this like something happens and it it comes out and then they're like shit they look at the audio guy and he's like and they're like <laughs> yeah. oh can you kind of try to say that like i when we first started when i first started podcasting um many years ago like i had a none of these people in this room were with me but like you would start recording and shit would fuck up cuz it was so much more non you know intuitive than it is now and there were times where we would be like 30 minutes in and I'd be like, everything didn't record. Or it crash. Yeah. It would crash. So then you would actually like start the show again and try to do the same organic show yeah. almost with the same. Like you're like, well, that was really good what you did there. I liked that. 
Say that again. So I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was a couple times where uh, there was this match. Uh, Neil Cutter, you were t- uh, he commented earlier. Uh, so it was Shane Marvel versus Neil Cutter, and they were doing a hardcore match. So they were doing... What were their ten- characters called? That's not their characters. Uh, uh, Shane Marvel and Neil Diamond Cutter. So it's actually even better than it sounds. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> around yeah. the ring. They're coming. <laughs> yeah. So Neil Diamond Cutter and Shane oh Marvel were in this uh, hardcore match. And uh, so Michael and Jack are up they're watching it and I'm not going to try to give away too much but like they were just like they by, by the they're not used to seeing this kind of stuff go walk up behind them and just like you know have, <laughs> and like they're watching it they're just like what the hell like these guys are like yeah. bleeding and like they're just like putting us in like all these situations and stuff so you definitely watch the show and like I'm not going to try to give away uh, you know too much of the, like the, the actual you know story within it but I will say that with it with this filming uh the the stuff that you hear and see between uh, between Jack and Michael, I would say is like eighty percent organic, and then the, the other twenty percent is just them staging it for them to yeah. have that moment. They're, and they're not a part of it though. They're not like you guys say this, you guys say this. They're and, just kind of like let's throw them in this situation and see how it works out. And I'm positive there's meetings where they're like, you know, we do have to have a narrative for this episode. It can't right. just be, but yeah. but uh, you know, that's where the producers have their piece in it and right. stuff. And um, Whenever I was working with uh, Jack, he had just come off of working on Jungle Cruise with The Rock, and he was like, he was like telling me like all the moves he wanted to try to do, and I was like, you have six hours of wrestling training under your belt <laughs> like I don't know you know what we could safely do and he's like I want to do the people's elbow <laughs> and I was oh. like oh this is the, the actor the comedian yeah, yeah Jack yeah. Whitehall so Jack Whitehall's like you know I want to do the people's elbow and I was like well how about we do something else he's like how about I do the people's knee and like so we so we talk <laughs> about and so like we're in the process of like uh, you know running through it and he's like oh I'm gonna uh, here and he gives his mom his phone and he's like I want to send this to Dwayne and so then he, his mom's over there filming it on his cell phone and he, we go through it like during rehearsal and then like he sends it to The Rock and like him and The Rock are that, texting back and oh forth. Oh my god. god. And, you're, and you're like just fangirling your, yeah. but, but you're trying to still be tough. At yeah. The same yeah. <laughs> you're like I don't know. You're like I see yeah. what that text message is. No well, The Rock doesn't really wrestle as much anymore. <laughs> more of an actor now. Yeah. But um, yeah. And inside you're like ah! Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so you're Grace. I have a question. Um you when when a show like this comes out mm-hmm. and obviously it's reality based how is it just one day of shooting or are you talking about like extended days because I, I'm just trying to figure out like how I want to I want to know that too yeah, yeah, so for our particular one, it was just one day of shooting. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. But we showed up there super early, and we were there all day, and yeah. we had a wrestling show that night. So <laughs> we only had, like, a particular amount of time before we had to, like, go and start getting ready. And I, I give it to the crew because yeah. uh, they are filming us, and then they're going to the locker room, and they're, like, literally just following the stages of this day, and they are just – the the – Best professionals that they could be. I mean, obviously, they're filming a Netflix show, but it's just crazy how quick they're, like, just following everybody around and resetting just while things are going. And we only had a day to to shoot everything. And then they're off uh, to go to the next show because they're about to uh, go to, you know, do whatever the next thing is. And uh, they were pretty much in a different town, like, each week, like, trying to do, like, one of these. It's crazy. That's crazy. I would have been like, he'd be like, you know what move I want to do? And they'd say people elbow. And you should have went. You should take a pile driver. And then he'd be like, uh, I don't know about that. And you'd be like, Andy Kaufman did. I, I, would I know. Just, I would just Andy, Kaufman. Yeah. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman I'm did. glad you brought up Andy Kaufman because 
Are you a huge fan of Andy Kaufman? I am, and and I because I'm to a huge fan of Andy Kaufman. I didn't actually know much about Andy Can Kaufman uh, until uh, the Jim and Andy documentary uh, came, yes. oh, and yeah. then I had to go back and like do a lot more research. Oh, man. And oh. I realized that you know I I love Andy everything Kaufman. about him. Yeah. yeah, Andy Kaufman was pretty great. So I am a huge fan of him. Kurt Fletcher, who I tour with. He got me into Andy Kaufman, and we are crazy about him. And uh, I was just wondering, like, do people still remember his wrestling? Are people still huge fans of his wrestling and all that stuff? He's amazing. And not taking anything away from from Andy Kaufman, but I think that Lawler uh, really, like, cemented that whole thing for him. Oh, yeah. And and validated what that was. Because otherwise it would have just been another thing that he was doing. exactly. Honestly, what happened was, is Lawler, like, Andy Kaufman, that's where he got his act from was he yes. would watch Gorgeous George and when he was a kid and he he got it. He was like, I want to get a reaction from, from the audience. And so then whenever he like got famous, he finally could actually go and do the wrestling thing because he right. was a huge wrestling fan. And a lot of places were like not into it, but yeah. Lawler was like, ooh, come on in. And for years, people actually really believed. They were so good. They were so good yeah. together. People really believed they did not like yes, each other. Exactly. And they were actually really good friends. Well, and I think, you know, earlier we were talking about how I was like, oh, wrestlers are just comedians and extreme sport athletes. <laughs> and now that I think about it, you know, Andy Kaufman probably approached wrestling as a comedian, right? He was looking for that actually, audience you need reaction. To flip, you need to flip it. True. He approached comedy as, as a, a wrestling wrestler. villain. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He, I think... Would, but, I mean, it went hand in hand, mm-hmm. which is interesting to think yeah. about. His style of performing uh, was perfect for professional wrestling yeah. because yeah. he always wanted to get a, a reaction out of the crowd. Yeah. And that, not necessarily, like, always laughs. Like, he no. just wanted to get a reaction out he of He just them. wanted any reaction because <laughs> yeah, Andy so, Kaufman was crazy. You know, <laughs> so, you know, the Dinner with Andre, like yes. the movie. Mm-hmm. So there was an actual mo- uh, thing done that was called A Dinner with Blassie. And it was Classy Freddie Blassie and Andy Kaufman. And yes. they recorded it because he was such a fan. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Gor- like, do you know who Gorgeous George was? Mm-hmm. Boxer? No. No. <laughs> Nobody here knows who it was. So Gorgeous George was the – okay, pro wrestling in, the, in like the, the 50s. Everyone yeah. looked the same and it came out and it was like <laughs> crazy <laughs> Russians, uh, crazy Iran, you know, all the evil people. And then the, the good guys came out and they almost looked exactly the same. Gorgeous <laughs> George came out and he pranced and he wore bobby pins and he threw them. In, and this is in the 50s. And he threw them and he had a cape and he had a valet and he acted very gay. Well, and people good for him flip for the like fuck go out. gorgeous George, <laughs> go, go gorgeous yeah. George. But it was like it was like the thing. Like there was like he immediately people were like, "Boo!" You're like, "Fuck yeah. this guy!" And he was like throwing bobby pins, <laughs> and he was like, they were ha- spray he had hairspray, and they were sprayed into his hair, and he would print. Yeah, he, he I would be a kid. If I were in the fifties, be like, yeah. that's that's what I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, think about that. I mean, like that is like wow. Like people yeah. are like, yeah. So what? So what now? 
So back then, then though, he, he, it was crazy. He probably got death threats daily. Oh, right? I wouldn't oh, yeah, be surprised. Yeah. The flamboyancy of wrestling sometimes is is one of the appeals, like to me, which people wouldn't realize with like my character. But I love flair. Like whenever yeah. I see somebody's character, like with it, like sequins on it or like sparkly gold, like all that stuff, I'm like, man. I wish that I had done a different character all along. I have a question mm-hmm. now that you're bringing up the flamboyancy. Mm-hmm. You know who Joe Rogan is. Oh, sure. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. In his last stand up special, he kind of makes jokes about wrestling. Um, I don't know if you saw it. I did but not. Yeah. He, he talks about how, you know, it's a bunch of guys being thrown around in a ring in underwear and all this stuff. And he was like, look, if it was outside of wrestling, you would think this is gay. Yes. Uh, How do you feel about that? Uh, I've heard it all, you know, (laughs) over the time. Uh, And like sometimes even from people close, the guy who actually made my gear, he told me professional wrestling is for fighters who can't fight and actors who can't act. Oh, rude. (laughs) So rude. But but whenever you hear something, it just makes me laugh, you know, just because they don't know what it is. They don't uh, get it. But you could take that same thing and, uh, you know, apply that to MMA, which Joe Rogan is like, you have these guys in the same outfit. Yeah. No shoes on. Right. <laughs> yeah, and like the, And to be fair, yeah. he wasn't mean me. No, 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 like no, 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 he no, literally but. was like, Look, I'm not attacking them. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. No. But it, also you're right. Joe Rogan does MMA stuff and <laughs> I feel like MMA is way they they get they get down when they get down on top of a yes. guy. I mean, if there was a gorgeous George for MMA or like UFC, I'd be like, that's oh, my yeah. dude. Literally, yes. if, if there was a if there was a gorgeous George of uh, the UFC, yeah. that guy would make I, millions, so much and money. millions, and millions, millions, <laughs> so heard, much yeah. money. I've heard the, I've heard the story that they're making a documentary about a guy when I was a kid who was a wrestler, and I haven't never I've never said this name on this show, but recently I looked him up and I wanted to go back and like because like I was thinking the other day. About after we talked, I was thinking about just like people who got such a reaction, and yeah. there was this wrestler from Britain, and I didn't even know—I didn't even remember him being from Britain when I was a kid, but he is, and his name was the adorable Adrian Street. Oh, the so adorable! Good. And you have to go and watch if if you if you listen to the show, go and watch his matches, and this is in the eighties, mid eighties. And he would come to ring, and he would have women's makeup on, and he would have his hair and ponytails, and he would come out, and he would prance around the ring, and then he would go up and in like in like in he would he he would run away from the other wrestlers, and then whenever they would turn around, he would run up and he would kiss them. Oh, and people got fucking like like. Why would you get some? But also not riots. consent. But <laughs> I'm here right, for it. Did people right. consent? No. Right, but then you know. It, you got to realize, like, there's some wrestlers who've been stabbed multiple times by fans. <laughs> oh so, shit! What? Right? Oh yeah. yeah, big time. That's like well known. Like, there's like like Roddy Piper. I think got stabbed multiple times. I think so. Yeah. Um, and, and you have to. But why? Because people get worked up, invested. Yeah. I guess. Well, yeah. people I, get I, invested. I wrestled in I wrestled in Mexico, and uh, oh, Mexico's a big one. Yeah, and so I'm down there, and this is uh, Reynosa, which is a border city. Yeah. Uh, the company's called War City Lucha because the the city is like a cartel town, and uh, this yeah, and so. This guy in the audience, he, uh, I'm out there trying to get people riled up, but I don't really speak much Spanish. I'm saying whatever I can uh, to get him riled up. And then, uh, so Mosh Pit Mike and I were tag teaming, and so Mosh Pit Mike and I take an American flag and we start saying the Pledge of Allegiance in Spanish. Oh! And then, 
So then this guy, I can hear that he speaks English, and he's like, Jam-. so I go up to him, and I was like, great, I got us, I got somebody going, Someone and I can with. communicate with. Yeah. So I go up to him, and I'm like getting him going, and he's like mouthing off, I can, like just going a million miles an hour. And so then I tell him, I was like, if you're so tough, why don't you just jump this barricade oh, right here, fuck. we can settle this. And so <laughs> we're probably about <laughs> as far like he there's like. He could never touch me ever. And I'm like, go ahead, hit me. And I'm like telling him, hit me, hit me. And like, j- there's no way he could ever touch me. So he just whoop, hops the barricade. I slid in the ring and I told security, get him out of here. Nice. <laughs> and oh, so, wow. so I was like, I did not expect that guy to jump the barricade. Oh, yeah. You got him lurked up. We, we finished the match and I'm in the back and I'm like talking to people. And then like some guy taps me on the shoulder and I look and it's the guy. Oh, and I'm like, okay, like, here we go. And I'm, like, looking around to see, like, okay, is, like, Mosh near? Like, are, are like, my people close yeah. by? Because, like, if this pops off, like, this is going to get messy. And the guy's like, oh, that was so good. I love that man. And he's like, I was lived in Arizona. And, like, completely different. And I was like, oh, oh thank you. Total mark. That's great, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, <laughs> but that I, would be scary. I was, like, scary. ready. I was like, okay. That'd like, be a this little go scary, down. though, just yeah. to be like, oh, oh, it's you. Oh no! Yeah. Do you ever? So I've, this kind of plays into that. So outside of like outside of the ring, like you're just out, like you know, you and I met like at, at one of the bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inside outside out. of that, mm-hmm. like, do you just have people come up and they're just like super infatuated? Yeah, and uh, like that's the the thing too is that they a lot of times have either seen me in Brute sixty six, and I will admit that uh, the Rebusura that, that you saw in DWO is actually a lot closer to like me as like an actual yeah. person than yeah. the Trash King is. Um, but uh, there's a lot of times where people have only known me as the Trash King, and people will walk right up to me and actually maybe even the opposite of what you're saying. The fashion they don't even know who I am. Oh. Um, I'm like, I, I, I saw you walk into that Inside Out, and mm-hmm. I was like. That's that's Ray Basura, I think. But you've grown <laughs> yeah. your hair out more. Yeah. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it is because your hair's longer. Yeah, much longer. And I was mm-hmm. like Well and the, and I came in that night mm-hmm. and it was the same thing mm-hmm. where Chris is like, That's do you that's, know who that is? I think that's the trash can. No, he had already sat down when you had said that because you had already talked to him. And so I'm like, Who's this guy that Chris yeah. is talking to? <laughs> and then Chris is like, Don't you know who that is? And I'm like Thunder. No. And he's like that's the trash king. That's Ray Basua. That's the goddamn. Oh my god! And I was Holly, like, you, I'm, you're I'm, so, I'm so embarrassed for you that you yeah. didn't know that was the trash king. Oh my gravy! I was at a, a show and this guy was wearing one of my shirts, and I like I walk up to him. I was like, "Cool shirt, man." He goes like this. He goes. <laughs> like thanks, oh. dude. Thanks, I was like, wow. dude. All right, then. Shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like they kind of just like. First like, of all, whatever. this isn't for you. Yeah. <laughs> walk, keep going. Just, just walk along, just sir. Keep walking. Uh, I, I get a lot of hate messages too, like just oh, randomly. Why? Like, a, just because, like, I, I'm He's an asshole. I go, yeah, I go, oh, I go I around. Love villains. Yeah, I go around uh, getting people riled up, and it, it'd be like something fun, like, oh. We're here at Inside Out having a drink, and they're like, "I hope you choke on it." <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. It's so cool because, like, and then you're like, "I'm, I'm doing it." Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. So my favorite thing is like, I can relate to a little bit because I am this stand-up comedian that you know I talk about drinking a lot, and I talk about how I hate men sometimes because. Men Sorry, are men are trash. Um, <laughs> but also, we're talking to the trash king. We're talking so to the trash like, king. He's king of trash. Some of the apparently. Um, but <laughs> I get so many angry messages 
for no fucking reason. I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, you're going to stand up for a guy who accused me of stealing his remote. Like, cool, and, dude. And we probably both get dick pics, too. Some, oh, God. I yeah. don't understand all, all the dick pics. But yeah. the thing is, is that at first when I got hate mail, I would get so wounded. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, my God, these people hate me. And now I'm just like, <laughs> you're just sad about your baby dick. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> what, back to the earlier question you guys uh-huh. asked about oh, like how I feel sorry. about what Joe Rogan said or like what people yeah. say. I just, I don't care. You right. know, it's like, well. yeah, everyone's like allowed to have their opinion of whatever. Sure. Yeah. And, and they just, will, and they will. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first of all, my friend Amy told me to tell you that she bought your shirt and loves you. Oh. Yeah. Second of all, there's a chat item I would like to talk about. Okay. Here. Yes, please do. Someone wrote in the chat, as someone who spends time with Ray outside of wrestling, I can Aww. confirm that he often gets approached by fans in random places. Oh. Once we were in Las Vegas at an escape room, <laughs> and we were approached by fans from California. Yeah, so... Uh, Who is this person? Well, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure it's your girlfriend, right? Yes, it is. Uh, that, uh, Valeria Garcia, that's my girlfriend. Oh, no, but, no, that's Aww. not the name. It is not? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, I was like, oh, it must be uh, my your other girlfriend. Uh, yeah, my other girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's my Ruka. Yeah. Oh, that's my other no. girlfriend. But, um, yeah, so, you know, getting stopped in Smiths and stuff, like, of course, like they yeah. received from DWO, but that one was, was super, super random because I wrestled in Vegas lots of times, uh, but they had not seen me wrestle in Vegas. Uh, oh, they had seen me wrestle in California. Yeah. Um, but I do a lot of escape rooms. We were out there. They have a Saw-themed escape room, uh, which I can Ooh, go on about. I, which know, I, saw the, I saw the pictures about it. Yeah, it's so I cool. Mi- I didn't go, because I was by yeah. myself, and I was like, I'm not going to go by myself to an escape room. <laughs> it's so much fun, but like I saw these guys uh, wearing you know wrestling shirts, and there's like Young Bucks shirts. And, oh, nice. I, and so I started cha- so I started talking to him about wrestling, and then, like he started giving me like, this look, like this like side-eye, and he's like, are you the Trash King? And I was like, yeah. Aww. And he's like, whoa. He's like, we saw you at the Crimson Cut. And they were actually there the night that I tore my ligaments. And they oh, wow. they still remembered. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, that was that was really cool. They had seen in California. But uh, I'll, I'll go all, all over and... and just the random, the most random people will yeah. say they saw me at this show years back, and I was like, and we just have you this beat really up cool. our favorite wrestlers. So <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I would just like to be a bystander, just like in that escape room, and like somebody's like, I'm sorry, like this is gonna kill me, but are you, are you, are you the trash king? And be that guy, and, <laughs> and, like, and then they're like, yeah, can you take the poop out of the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> I probably disappointed them. They probably expected me to go in there and just try to knock the door down. They're like, "Yeah, <laughs> this guy's gonna be great." <laughs> so are we gonna? We, we, so we're in the we're in the hat in the wavy hour. Are we gonna get this chop? I mean, is yeah. this chop gonna yeah. Let's are we, are do it. So right. I just I want to set the stage for anyone you. who's just tuning in. Yeah, we're, we're with we're with Ray Basura, the 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 pro wrestler. He's he's known as the Trash King. Um, yes. you can, you'll be able to see him on uh, Travels with My Father, which is a show on Netflix. The third season starts Friday. That's correct. Holly agreed to chop him in the chest <laughs> as hard as she can. As hard as I the can. The first hour. I mean, we're not ending the show, but we're just going to do it real quick so we can I, get I, it. I, I'm going to see get it. Get out of the way. I'd like yeah. to see this. So, All right. So, Billy, what do you think is going to happen here? Do you think that uh, Holly it's, is going to get a good chop? She's not going to hit him hard enough. No. Well, she's going to hit me right in my nose, and I'm just going to bleed right. for the rest of the... So, hold on. We got this up here. I mean, you're just and you're just going to let this happen? You're not going to chop her back? Well, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> all, all, all I'm saying, like Holly, I love you, but you're not 
going to inflict any like oh, kind of pain see, on let's him. See, yeah. Let's see. What if I cry? You this know, is a know, first. This, be... this is a first for Tendrick Minimum here. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have violence on the air. <laughs> All right, All right. I, w- I, w- I want to see it. How let's... do we do this? Do we have to so it chop is just like have your you ever back. Seen well, I know flare? how to chop. Yeah. Like, uh, do you want a countdown? countdown? No. Well, well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to talk a little bit of trash to him, like like you were going to wrestle him, and then blam, hit him with it. You can't talk the trash. No, oh come on! He's the trash king. <laughs> you can't. You can't do any kind of like a uh, promo. You go. You know what I think about <laughs> you, on. trash king, and then blam. You, uh, you, you 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 wrecked my trailer, and then blam. <laughs> oh yeah yeah. It's like first uh, of all, I've been dealing with trash, trash men mean? my entire oh, life. Yeah. This will all make right. me. Oh yeah. Let's this will, this will right. validate say, everything. Say, this is for all the tr- the trash men out there. This is for all the women dealing with trash men there out go. there. Oh! Yeah, there you go. And then if, you, if you ever actually add a ring and be like, one! And you do it again, it's like, two! Three! Good job. You should be proud of that. How's your hand? Okay, can, can you do one more? Can you, can you do one more? Somebody went, woo! Somebody did the woo in the chat. That's Win. awesome. I now have to go to the bathroom. Oh, so, if someone has been dealing with trash man my entire life, <laughs> to meet to meet the trash king just gives me the validation. Just give this <laughs> slap upon your chest. So, so was that a good uh, good slap? No, yeah. that was better than most fans that I've uh, been shot by. Like you were saying, you know, the times whenever you have your arms pulled back and just like some rando goes for it, or honestly, you know, some some guys think that they're really good at it, and you know, have I'm, you ever had a guy just light you up, man? You're like, holy shit, that guy fucking had it. Well, <laughs> there's there's been a handful of times uh, where that's happened, but like I was saying, uh, I'll I'll give credit to Funny Bone. Uh, uh, Funny Bun out of Las okay. Vegas yeah, is yeah. probably by far the hardest chopper I've Oof. ever come around to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was surprised by that. She kind of yeah. got it. She, well, she didn't. She didn't get the like the, the like the glancing blow. You know, like when you're a kid and you do that thing where like uh, I, I don't even remember like what the contest was, but you and your friends would like do something and you're like, all right, hold your arm out. <laughs> oh yeah, and you lick your Sma- fingers and you smack. It's- it never hurt if you hit them. With your fingers, but it hurt if you could do the tips. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and I'm Worse. Just, just thinking, just in any kind of. Can I have a beer like, while you're walking by? Yes. Guess else? any. Be, I would love one. Mm-hmm. Any spectacle that involves just violence, whether being like fake or not. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, no, ow, that hurt. Stop! Oh, why are you I doing sh- this? I should have. <laughs> the first time you did it, you'd be like, oh, "Why did yeah. you do that?" Uh, yeah, I was okay. So, like, and, your, and your job is actually to be like inflicted with pain. That's pretty much what like fighting is, right? For a sport. Well, I'm like, oh, they're trying to actually incapacitate. Them. Well, <laughs> not kill them, but like get them to tap out or get them to choke, choke. Choke them out. I think or... It hurts. That hurts. Well, here's here's one of those things where it, I think that maybe it's like those weird things my body's done. I I'm not. This is not like an encouragement for everyone I wrestle from <laughs> here on out to try to hit me hard. But whenever I was coming into uh, 
to wrestling. We were talking about Daniel Pewter, kind of like this initiation. Well, some of the guys that was coming in, they used to just like chop me yes. all the time. Like if we were in the car, like if yes. I fell asleep, yes. if it was my birthday, they're like, oh, here we go, 21 chops. And like everybody like line up. <laughs> they play and they, that Green Day song, one, <laughs> 21 <laughs> chops. Yeah. And so Chewy Martinez uh, was one of the guys who uh, the guy who's uh, now uh, Mosh Pit Mike's tag team partner. He, he coming around. He'd you know he'd chop us any given reason, like like just if we were bugging him. <laughs> like it was just kind of like I don't know, toughening us up, making sure that we we're yeah. you know actually so you're in chop it. calloused. Yeah. Well, I started to learn that um, if I had less of a reaction, it was less fun for them. So mm. I started to like build up this thing where they chop and I'd be like, ooh. And like the other guy, mm. Kyle Hawk, he'd be like, no, 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 no. And like they'd hit him and he'd be like, ah. And, like they'd just like, I don't know. It's like they'd like, ha, it's so fun. So then he started getting chopped more than I would. And so then that was just like my, 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 I guess the, the psychological game I'd play is like, oh, it's not fun to chop Ray. Like he almost oh, likes yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just I like, don't know. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. It was fun to chop so you. You're the fourth wrestler. I forgot. There's a wrestler I forgot about that we interviewed. So you're the fourth wrestler we've interviewed. Now, oh yeah, yeah. One of so one of our friends, Saleh. Yes. Oh. Do you know Saleh? I don't think I do. So Saleh is Samoan. Uh, okay. You know where I'm going with this? Yeah. <laughs> Saleh is related to everybody <laughs> in <laughs> professional wrestling. Yeah. His his uncles are Haku, the and, Samoan dynasty. Oh my, yeah. 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 So he tells stories. We've had him on the show too, and he told stories uh, similar to what you're saying. That this was his life growing up. Mm-hmm. Like he would be at a family gathering, and they'd be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Yeah. Right across the chest. <laughs> Bam! Right across the chest. And I got to. Uh, I, so he was like, "I would like for you to interview one of my uncles." And I w- and immediately I was like, <laughs> "Which one?" Right. <laughs> and yes. he goes, "Tonga Tom." Okay. <gasps> Who was in the original Samoan SWAT team with Haku. Mm-hmm. And it was the weirdest. And I mean, it's I, I don't know if it's out there. I could, I'm going to try to clean it up and put it back out there. He was actually broken down on the side of the road on the phone talking to us. Mm-hmm. And he was blown away that I had seen the movie Body Slam with him in it. Him in it. I don't Have think you, I've seen it. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's him and Roddy Roddy Piper as tag team partners uh-huh. versus uh, basically the powers of pain. Okay. And Chris, we're in different generation. No whole bar is pretty much my my. This favorite. was right around that time. Really? Yeah. And Mr. Fuji's in it, mm-hmm. and Lou Albano was in it. And so then he was also in the very first part of the movie Highlander. Okay. And he was like, you, yeah. you saw that? I was like, yeah. He was just blown away. I knew. And his son is like an <laughs> uh, indie wrestler now. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what his name is. Um, but he's like super ripped. Okay. Uh, and I, we'll pull him up, but he would. But Solly would just talk about. It. He was like, "Yeah, man." I, he, oh, he, I have to. Look I at actually this now. do love this like purest like give like basically kids now like millennials like. Oh yeah, I was really into like the Miz, but now you're like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> you don't know shit about fucking. There, there, punk- there, there is a lot of that. Yeah, well, and like, there's a lot of people now that are like, "Well, John Cena's the best," and I was like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hold on, let's let's have a conversation." You were there. You yeah. were there. Well, uh, I was... You didn't uh, see Terry Punk <laughs> pile drive Ric Flair through a table, son. Live. It's like even punk rock bands, like, they don't know about 
like the Ramones or the Sex Pistols. Like, you already fucking there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to do youth mentoring, and this kid that I was uh, mentoring, I said something about Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he said, who's that? Like, I, said, you know, <gasps> and I told him, I was like, hold on. Then he, ne- went, he went, I like stunning Steve Austin. And you're like, all right, here we are. <laughs> well, no, I was like, you've never heard of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's like, no. And then I was like, Never at all. And I, I was trying to explain to him. He's like, no. And I was like, well, and what about you the... you just punch him straight in the I, face? I should have, but... I, no, I, the answer would be kick him in the stomach. And, r- right. You know, give, give him a stone cold stunner. But... And flip him off <laughs> while his parents watch. Well, and then the next one was... Uh, I was like, okay, well, he, what about The Rock? And he's like, The, the Rock? The actor? I don't know who The Rock is. And oh, I said, Jesus Christ. Dwayne Johnson. He's like, oh, the guy from The Fast and the Furious. Uh, and I died on the inside. And I was like, this is why I'm uh, mentoring you. I guess this is why you need to <laughs> So hold on. Wait a minute. Let's back that up. So why did you die on the inside? Because of the what? The Fast and Furious? Why does somebody love the Fast and Furious? Are you asking me? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Billy and I, I hate are fans of the entire series. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I hate it. I mean, Tokyo Drift is the epitome, but you know. Oh, my God. I am a purist of the Fast and the Furious. I actually enjoy the catalog. <laughs> yeah, right. Chris and I will no. go to every single Fast you're and You're talking movie. about like a fine wine, but you're, <laughs> like, <laughs> but you're reviewing like barefoot. <sighs> <laughs> So we really like the, these movies, mm-hmm. and I think before mm-hmm. Billy leaves, we're going to do a marathon of the Fast and the I'm Furious. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm there for it. It's yeah. got to be a whole I'll day. I'll sleep through it. Come on. <laughs> I'll come, but I'll probably fall asleep. I mean, the, the first the one was is, about street racing. And the thing is, like, I, wrote, I wrote a piece about like the best... Like, like top eight. Like The thing is, this is before like they had... like. The top eight? <laughs> How many movies are this? Is it a dozen? Oh, no. There's so uh, the many. New one, so there's eight of the regular film, and then there's now the offshoot, which is the Hobbs and Shaw. But yeah. why? Because they just make fucking... Because they, they, they are... They just cash money, Holly. I'm yeah. just going to do it's Jim like Halpert right now. It gets better. It, it, it's, it's, this would be the, our wrestling persona. The, the, guys that the, like the Fast and Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Is what I live for, and I will sit there with a glass of wine, oh, yeah. and I'll just watch okay. it, like understanding like the the narrative. Like, what was mm. this? This plays into like there was a character. I, I went with my dad to watch you guys, and there was this guy, and he was the hipster wrestler, and he was a villain, and he had on he had a man bun, and he had a shirt that said "Meat is murder," oh. and then of course he gets in the ring. And he's like, "If you eat meat, you're." He's like, "You're destroying the planet." You all should die. <laughs> oh and, and like it was like boo. And people got livid pissed and fucking hated this guy. And I thought it was so amazing. Yeah, and like you put like you have to know your audience because if you went and did that like maybe in Portland, they'd be like, Yeah Yes. If you did the South, they might kill you. Right. It depends where you're at. You might be like a favorite or a heel. Well, like we, you don't know. We had talked about the bearded lady and uh Oh yeah. The bearded yeah. lady in Colorado Springs, like or like most places outside of Texas, people love it. People go crazy for the bearded lady, but in Texas, that's like the biggest villain. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah like, hey, he's like Adrian Street or like a, <laughs> a you know gorgeous George. Yeah, exactly. And like I had a conversation about, it. I was like, "Andy, if you're in West Texas doing that thing, you're gonna you better be careful." <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, like he just got to realize, like people might stab you outside the ring, <laughs> right? Have you ever gone out like uh, 
after the after wrestling. I mean, is that a thing now where people go out after the match? They go to drinking and yeah, and then got in a fight. Well, no, me. I, I'm always the guy who uh, diffuses. Um, okay, and that was probably another reason why Mosh Pit Mike and I were a good tag team partner because he's the guy who punches first. Yeah, uh, so I was able to see his cues whenever he was getting to that point where he was. Annoyed. I could see that. Yeah, where he was getting annoyed mm-hmm. enough with this guy, he had this smile that he'd get, and yeah. he'd be like this. He'd be. Like, Oh, yeah. and he start nodding like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, keep saying. And I was like, oh man, he's about to punch this guy. And I was he's like, hey, about man. to kill that like, person. I was like, it's not worth like fighting, like whatever. Right, like, right, let's right. get. And so, like, I've always been like a happy drunk, uh, so I've <laughs> never really had any issues with that. But uh, there, there was a, a handful of times where wrestlers that I'd normally go with, where I wasn't there, not here, that they got in a big bar fight, and got arrested. <laughs> and they, and they <laughs> well, and, and the thing that people don't get is like, oh, it's fake. Sure, but they also can take pain really well. Well, and like we we trained to like essentially like fight, well, and so yeah, like it's, it's and true. I, I could choke somebody out so fast. I was like because I know how to get somebody yes. like into these holes. Well, yeah. And I mean, okay, the one thing like the very inside is like some wrestlers hit hard in the ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, and then it's, it's called well, and then sometimes but they don't hit hard in the sack. No, <laughs> so probably also, not. Also, there's a thing where like you know you're trusting each other, but someone's like mad at something that you did, and they call it a potato, and like they fucking will blast you in the face <laughs> as hard as they can, and then they know that you've got to take it. Boom, and then and then later on you give them a receipt, right? That, that's the thing. So yeah. these people take hits. It's not. It's you know it's fake, but it's not. So you think that you're gonna walk up to some guy that's six foot three, fucking kick his ass because he does a f- thing that you uh-huh. think is fake? Good luck on that. That's right. fucking I mean, shit. I don't know though. I chopped him earlier. <laughs> so of course I'm interviewing. I feel Tama- like it was a good chop. I'm interviewing Tom and Tom- Tonga Tom, and I'm like, tell your best Haku story. Okay. And he tells the story of when him they were in the Islanders, and him and uh, they wrestled Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Mm. And he Ooh. goes, and then we go back to our locker room because at, in those days, the heels and the faces had different locker rooms. And someone came over and they were like, yeah, Brutus Beefcake complained that you guys were hitting him too hard in the ring. And fucking, he was like, what? And he, as, Haku didn't say what. He just beelined for the other locker room. And they, this story, I did not believe this story until I heard it again online a co- <laughs> couple weeks ago. He's like, so I, I, I chase him down. I get to the locker room, and he found Brutus Beefcake in the shower and didn't choke him. But he had his fingers here on, oh his, like, on his neck and had him pushed against the wall. And he goes, he's like, he's like you disrespect Haku or disrespect <laughs> me. And everyone is trying to get him away from Brutus Beefcake, and they can't. And finally, they had to go get Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan came over and he's like, "Brother, come on, man." He went like Hulk Hogan didn't come in to beat his ass. Hulk Hogan came in. He's like, "Brother, come on, man. This isn't good for business." And finally, talked him down because he wasn't kicking fucking Haku's ass. <laughs> no, he and wasn't. I, I was like, I was like, he told that story on the, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing." Yeah. I thought he was gonna tell some story where he beat some fucking redneck up and like fucking, you know. Tyler, Texas, you know? We have these, like, these athletes that are from different places all over the world and, like, you know, different egos and just you never know. And then so whenever somebody does something like that or it just rubs somebody the wrong way or – and I – in the first hour I was talking about Gino 
Gino's character. Oh, he's got, he gets in fights. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. he just like you have to try to remove yourself from that because yeah. he he has a hard time turning that off. But you know, he's he's one of the the best guys back there. You yeah. know, he's in, he's in a suit. Like he's so professional. But if you don't, if you catch him in the suit and have a conversation with him, you realize that he's in if he's in gear. He's on. I would love to interview that guy, by the way. I think – I honestly have taken people to wrestling and said, this is the greatest heel I've seen in in person. (laughs) Definitely keep your eye on that guy. My other favorites are there was a tag team of two guys, and I know they're from California, and they would wear fanny packs. P.P. Ray. They are amazing. Yep. Uh, Peter Avalon is on uh, – well, he's one of the producers for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Oh, no shit. And he's also on uh, AEW. He's doing like the librarian thing uh, right now. Yeah. Dude, they, they, they were so good. And they would come out in 80s clothing and they would grind and they would point <laughs> out women in the crowd and they would grind at them. And like they were just so fantastic, I yeah. couldn't imagine. And they they were more glitter and yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're still around. They're still doing a lot of work. I uh, think they are fantastic, by the way. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah. So we've got to kind of uh, wind it down because Holly's got a she's got a show coming. I got a show mm-hmm. tonight. She's got a show. Um, so you've got uh, people can find you on all social media. Yeah. So I'll kind of give you a rundown of some of the stuff that I'm doing right now. Um, for. As far as like finding me online, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much any social media. Look me up, uh, Ray Basuda, pretty consistent across the board. Uh, I got an opportunity to do an episode of Jack Whitehall Travels My Father, which will be airing on Netflix uh, this upcoming Friday the 6th. Uh, on the 7th, I'm going to be doing a uh, fundraiser here in Albuquerque for uh, Casa Q. Uh, that's a uh, organization. Oh, that. Yeah, it's an organization that uh, works with uh, homeless teens uh, and the LGBT community that's uh, going to be at uh, Sidewinders. They're having a wrestle night uh, open to all orientations. But you know, I'm an ally of, of the community, and uh, the the leather daddies reached Yay. out to me and they wanted me to uh, to host the event. And I, I jumped on it. I'm, I'm really excited about Ooh. it. Yes, yeah, so I'll be uh, emceeing the the whole night, and there's going to be a lot of you know drinks and prizes and fun. So uh, everybody definitely come out and support that. That's going to be the seventh at Sidewinders. Um, and the then, Trash King is not trash. <laughs> and, and then uh, after that, I'm going to be heading up to Colorado on the 14th. I'm going to be uh, doing Chewy Martinez Strong Style Eight Tournament, and that is a, a, a eight man tournament. Eight man tournament. Uh, the only way to uh, advance in the tournament is by knockout or submission. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next night, I'm going to be doing uh, one of the biggest deathmatch tournaments in the uh, in the Southwest, West oh. Coast area is going to be Slave to the Deathmatch. Are they going to the- Yokohama Deathmatch? <laughs> no. <laughs> Slave to the Deathmatch. Uh, this is their 10th year, so it's going to be huge. Uh, there's going to be fire, barbed wire, every weapon you could possibly think of there. Uh, but I'll be- this is going to be my last deathmatch tournament that I'm ever going to be doing. He's retiring from the deathmatch? <laughs> um, you heard it here first? Well, well, uh, as I uh, am starting to sign off here, uh, this is going to be the first place that I've publicly said it, but uh, 2020 will be my final year uh, wrestling. Uh, I won't be. What? I will not what? be saying uh, exactly when that will be, uh, but I do have an end date uh, set. Uh, I've talked to uh, you know people and kind of like figured out what my exit strategy is going to be. Whoa. But uh, Whoa. if you get an opportunity to come see a show, uh, you know please take the opportunity to yes. see it while, while yeah. I'm still around. Why? Damn. Why? Uh, Can you say why? 
Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, that kind of go into it, and it, it's a, a hard. It's not just like one answer on it, but I did talk a lot about a, a lot of my injuries through my time. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I was, uh, I was like your girlfriend, be like, stop it, stop it. <laughs> yeah, your so, face is all swelled no, up. No, it, <laughs> it, it, it's just uh, I think that. Uh, I'm at a place where I got to do a lot of really cool things, and if I wanted to go to the next level, uh, it would require a little bit more commitment than I think I'm prepared to give. And every time that I'd be wrestling after that, uh, after the exit strategy that I've done, I'm taking a place from somebody who's hungry and trying to get up to that next level. And so uh, there's a lot of wrestlers that will continue to push and continue to do these things, and I acknowledge the the you know the time spent and and what it feels like to act but I or to be there and, and perform but I also see it from the outside looking in and every time those guys are there these local dudes that are just you know only you know like do just the small things every time they perform unless you're adding to the show unless you're actually like building and putting asses in the seats if you're not that person if you're not a hobo hank right then yeah. you're just taking a spot away from somebody who it could potentially be the next John Cena. That, wow. Yeah, and and I, uh, you know, granted, I I like to think that I am a guy that brings something to the show and oh, builds. Oh, no, you are. But uh, you know, I just don't want to be 40 years old and or heck, 50 years old and walking uh, like how you saw with some of these <laughs> these yeah. old guys. So yeah. uh, I'm going to leave on my own terms, and I have an extra strategy plan. So interesting. Uh, if you have an opportunity to see one of my shows, I recommend doing it uh, because uh, sometime next year uh, will be my last show. Wow. And, uh, I won't be announcing it publicly until uh, that show. And uh, whoever be. is there will know, and then everyone will know afterwards. You'll be up on a turnbuckle huh? forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> That's a really oh god! It's gonna be like the wrestler callback. every time I cry when I watch that movie, yeah. and then it's gonna be like that. Forever. I, I do not want to be Randy the Ram. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> I get it. Or Terry Funk. That's like or any of them. Well. That- you know, there there there's a lot that goes into going up to the next level to to become a legend, and and there's uh, you know I'm yeah uh, so that, well, well in my mind you're already a legend. <laughs> Absolutely, thank you. Well, well, you know, man, that's. I have a lot of fun things, a lot of big things that will be coming up between now and then. Uh, I do not plan to slow down. If anything, I plan on trying to do everything I can possibly do what, what, between what, now and What would be then. like a thing you would want to do outside of wrestling? Um, I know we're winding down, but... Yeah, well, uh, I, I, I do a lot of art. Um, that's something that doesn't hurt my ligaments. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's nice. uh, I also have a really, good, uh, a really good job, and I'm actually about to start going to school again. Uh, a, a job outside of wrestling. Nice. Yeah, and uh, they're going to be helping me get uh, an education. And I, after high school, I went straight into professional wrestling. I'm and all, trash, trash. <laughs> trash. What, what are you going to do outside of wrestling? Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to work on art. Um, and like one of the little projects I've been working on for the last few years, I've been writing notes here and there. But there's a, a, a comic book in mind that I've Ooh. had, like based off of a lot of the characters and people. I've met through wrestling and I kept telling myself for years and years and years I was going to write it I was going to do it and like finally I, I think it's going to be time to, to put it on paper like and I'm Yay. sure that I'll sell uh, you know tens of them but uh, <laughs> you know it's, it's something hey, just a little project for me putting something and, out there and people like it yeah. you know <laughs> something you know, everybody, you know whatever you know, yeah. you guys know yeah, so awesome man I'm, yeah. you know, I'm awesome. glad uh, thank you for announcing that here that's, that, that's really man 
Yeah. Means a lot to me. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I just became a huge fan of yours. <laughs> well, it's not over yet. Like you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a good amount of time. 2020. This yeah. whole year. 2020. And 2020 uh, officially be my 10 years in, and I think that's a good round number. That's uh, another reason why I decided to, you know, to yeah. go in. I got to get the trash king to roast me before he retires. Ooh. You let me know. I think it'll yeah. be fun. Uh, Holly, other than the uh, <laughs> thing we're about to go to, what else do you have coming? <laughs> Besides the open mic tonight, I have on the 22nd of September, I am roasting Mayor Tim Keller and the Land of Entrapment. So come on out. Uh, also, send me your suggestions for things you want me to either ask Tim Keller or yell at Tim Keller. Ooh. And I will do it. <laughs> James, what do you got? Um, as always, uh, you, you can uh, find me on the second. You're, you're filming something, but we can't say. Yeah, I can't yeah. say. Just, just, just so people know, James doesn't just lay around all. Yeah, day. no, he's working really hard. He just can't talk about it. Major <laughs> movie stars are involved. You, uh, you can find me on the second season of um, Snatchers. Uh, no, the first season of Snatchers and the second season of Midnight Texas. Oh, yeah, very yeah. cool, Billy. Uh, I am. Bella Musk playing the October 5th show for the three-year anniversary of Dialogue. Ooh. And also just freaking buy a record on on Bella Musk record. Yeah. Buy the new record. It's so uh, good. We have a, a beer at uh, Dialogue called uh, the, you know, Tin Drink Minimum Brown Ale. Uh, September 29th, we will be at the uh, Safe House Distilling at 1 p.m. So come out and check us out, or just watch live online. I don't give a shit. Either way, <laughs> or go go there and say, "Hey, I heard that they they're going to be here. Let me buy some drinks," and they'll like yeah. that too. So, and uh, also, I will give you a hug. Yeah, most of the time you can just check us out on tendrinkminimum.com or facebook.com forward slash tendrink. We do most live shows on Sunday nights. It's a holiday weekend. Sunday nights, six to eight p.m. Or unless we're out live. So, yeah. And with that. I just want to thank the Trash King for being on the show. It was an honor. Thank All you guys so much for having me. All hail the Trash King. All hail the Trash King, Ray wherever he may go. And with that, we, we are, are 10 Drink, drink Minimum. minimum.